Another week, another talking dirty. Oh! Oh, zing! Oh! Hey, guess what week it is? Oh! Aside from Ron's birthday, it's the Super Bowl week. Oh, I thought it was my birthday. I think I have my birthday. <laughs> this week we got for you, Ever in the NBA, Ben Simmons checks, trade deadlines, all the juicy details about where your favorite players are going. Mm-hmm. Over in the NFL, we have the coaching carousel, the breakdown of the final locations of the new coaches. We have the Super Bowl prop bets and the Super Bowl pick'ems. Then over in pop culture, we got a recap of the Book of Boba Fett, as well as Peacemaker. And then we break down Jackass a little bit. The new Jackass movie just dropped. And of course, your jams of the week. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Um, Before we get into it, shout out to Kent's Brothers uh, Painting. Yeah. I'm pulling up their phone number real quick, sorry. Um, I'm never prepared for this. <laughs> I never pay us ten bucks for a lifetime worth of sponsorship. I can fumble the bag a little bit. Um, uh, shout out to Kent's brothers uh, painting. Shout out to Josh Kent's, uh, our good friend of ours on the podcast a lot. His dad's painting company based in Shaler Township, PA. Um, they do a really good job. They did my grandparents' house multiple times. They did people I work with house. Like they, I've seen firsthand how good of a job they do. So if you are in the Pittsburgh area and you need a painting, some painting done, call 412-784-1577. Once again, it's 412-784-1577. Um, and as always, koozies for sale, $7 a piece. Talking Dairy logo on it. It's great. Of course. Of course. Uh, just DM us if you're interested. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. To it, guy. How are you? Uh I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Um, so where was I gonna go with this? Oh, uh, no. Happy birthday, early birthday for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's gonna be a good weekend. Yeah, filled definitely. with filled with probably alcohol poisoning to a slight degree. Oh, it's great. My parents are gonna be at the bar. Oh, they are. Yeah. <laughs> so I went. So oh what, no. I, so I when are I gonna be like Ryan mode. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. So whenever I, I I put the my name in for the special, yeah, I asked if I could get like two or three tables reserved, like you know, like behind the hostess, how there's those tables that have like crossed off for the night, yeah. So people will get to there. They're gonna put my name on them. So my my mom and dad, my like the couple sets of aunts and uncles, Chelsea's parents are all gonna be there, yeah, with us. And I I reserved that table for them essentially, so they don't like when it gets crowded, they want to like hang around the bars, like yeah, that. They can go relax and put their coats down, all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the people were at my fans were super cool about it, so they said, Yeah, but so that's when I was like, As soon as I was able to get that done, I was like, All right, I'm inviting all these people because I thought it'd be funny for uh, just like my dad just ripping beers with us or something like that at the bar. <laughs> Shots, no, yeah, <laughs> both my parents, my, my parents got a DD. <laughs> so like I think they're gonna get they're gonna get wild pretty tuned up yeah so that's me wait sweet. what number is it for you what, what's the birthday uh, twenty six I just started helping my health own healthcare uh, that's the worst yeah well I just so I have an appointment today because it runs up on the Sunday mm-hmm. so I just while I'm still on my parents one I just got a ch- uh, physical today uh, check up make sure everything's cool I'll make it so I don't need to go to the doctors for a while on my own healthcare <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that sucks I got blood work and I fucking hate blood work <laughs> basically I told him like hey I'm not gonna be 
Yeah, I got my own healthcare. He's like, oh, we might as well get you a bud work. I'm like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he was probably like doing a good deed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just. It was like, like, he's probably like, it'll suck if you have to do this on your own. Healthcare. Yeah, yeah. Like, my healthcare will here, cover here, here it, but it's just like. It. Like all the copays and shit aren't on me, mm-hmm. so he said, "Might as well just get it done." <laughs> so that's pretty nice. Wait, that was that was you? How were you doing? Yeah, and I just went off on to me how I'm doing. I mean, you know, it's kind of reciprocal. It's all about me. I mean, it's your birthday. It's like it's like Kobe Bryant's farewell tour in a way. Am I dying? No, you just get like a whole like year or something of like, oh, happy birthday, Ryan. You know, at you least get a whole like, year. No, you get like a week. Oh, yeah, sure. I get like, I mean, I have gotten told happy birthday today by the doctors. <laughs> like, yeah, what's up? But, that's all right. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun Saturday. <laughs> yeah, go to McFadden's. Yeah, if you're listening to this, you know, If you're listening, go to McFadden's, say you know Ryan, and then get a free wristband to get cheaper drinks. Oh, also. It's a good deal. A good deal with that, too, mm-hmm. is sometimes they do cover, sometimes they don't. If you say my name, you don't pay to the cover. But that, on Saturday, they're having a big UFC fight. Broadcast wow. there, so it covers more money to get in for the UFC fight. But she told us that we don't have to pay it. Really, like everybody that says your name doesn't have to pay the cover. No, for it's so a we're gonna get, like to watch a UFC fight there. Wow, like okay, just, cool. just for my birthday, essentially. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, it's I I forgot who it is. I I looked at the uh, card last night. And it's, it looked like a pretty good card, so that's sweet. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I don't know why I was looking at your notes because I'm starting us (laughs) off with the MLB. We've got two MLB headlines for you. Um, The first, well, actually three. Um, One, Manford came out today and said that he thinks that they will have a new CBA by the time the season's supposed to roll around and there won't be any delays. That sounds exactly like what I would expect an owner of a league to say. Yeah. Like, I guess he means opening day in April because (laughs) pitchers and catchers. Report like in two weeks usually, mm-hmm. and they're definitely not gonna get done in, like two weeks. Yeah, um, yeah. Manfred's a fraud, man. Fraud. So like, I doubt it. I don't know. Hopefully it does, but I doubt it. Um, the other two ones, a little bit bigger. One, I just want to clarify this because I've seen everyone's seeing it on Twitter, all these headlines, and I feel like people are talking about it and don't actually understand it. The MLB is no longer testing for steroids right now. Wow, let's go. This is lots of what a lot of people are saying. A lot of people are like, oh, no steroids. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to clarify, it's just because the CBA expired and it, whenever they get this negotiations done, yeah, they can, it'll testing. be back, it'll start testing again. It's just like <laughs> the drug test part of the policy expired with the CBA, so the MLB technically is not testing for steroids right now, so that's all the headline, clickbait headlines, and everyone's like just reading it going, dude, no way, we're going to have juiced out players, all this stuff. No, by the time the season starts, <laughs> they'll be testing again. This but is, that could mean people right now, mm-hmm. while they're like off season, they could just be roiding up. Yeah, it's, I was thinking like just roid up in the off season, like in this extended off season. Post some videos on social media and shit of you just cranking them out of the park, <laughs> and then just like if you're a free agent, be like, hey, like look at this. This was like yeah. a month ago, and then you get clean off steroids, and then you're good for the actual. Like, yeah, pick I up mean steroids builds the, the muscle regardless. Uh, yeah, I guess like so. like yeah. like it also gives you like a head start, so you could just get jacked and just maintain it. How long does it last in your system? I don't even know. Probably not long. I wonder. I'm curious about that. I might fact check that. I don't know. I mean, they give it to you like they give you like steroids technically in a pill form when you get like uh, an infection, you know. <laughs> so I'm sure it doesn't last that long. Inconsistent. <laughs> I 
Wait, take, wait, what? It takes about seven half-lives for a drug to leave the body. So based on a half-life time of two to three hours, it would take 14 to 21 hours for prednisone to leave the body. So the day. So like a day. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> that can't be true. I don't know. It was the first thing that popped up on Google. I don't know. That can't be true. Usually it's a website, like a web MD type site at that point. Yeah, because like, I'll just be boarding up over the all-star break and just, <laughs> you know, go off all that shit. All right. Then the last one, um, the bigger headline here. Mm-hmm. Um, remember how Trevor Bauer's a piece of shit? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. he uh, he apparently won't be facing criminal charges for it. Figures, I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's probably going to probably get civil case. That's what settled. millions of dollars does, man. Yeah, he's going to pay this chick off and be fine. I'm sure that will be, and the Dodgers might still suspend him for something with it. Like, I don't think he's going to get completely harm free. What's that? Oh, yeah, Lisa Carmen standing, baby. <laughs> still number one. Yeah. One and not done. Um, which that actually is a good transition. That's all I got for MLB. Let's we'll take it over to the NBA. Later, get three round passes to Manchester and boom goes dynamite. All right. NBA. Big day. Big day. It's, it was, today was a trade deadline. Huge. It's huge. I have 12 <laughs> different trades here. Um, I'm not going to tell, tell you them right now. I'm going to wait because this is replacing the deep three today. Okay, that's fair. So, but there's a lot of movement, a lot of stuff going on in the, uh, especially Eastern Conference. Definitely made some moves here, um, but we'll get into that in a second. Let's start off the top with injuries. Injuries. Kawhi Leonard most likely done for the season before he even played. Uh, Ty Lue came out and said it's most likely he's not going to play. Makes sense. The Clippers are kind of going downhill because Paul George got hurt for the season too. Yeah, might as well. You're not going to be doing anything. There's no just point to bring him back. This yeah, just tank and a good pick, and we'll come back Make next year. We're healthy. Yeah, Maybe don't rush quad back for like a dead cause. Do what the Warriors did. Yeah, exactly. There's no yeah because if he does come back, he can just get re-injured again, and it's pointless. Uh, next, another person shut down for the season is Bradley Beal. Um, he had wrist surgery. He is going to be out for the season. We'll get into the trade deadline. They just added a big piece in Washington. Mm-hmm. But I think that's still a good move because, I mean. I mean, long term. I mean, like, the Wizards aren't going to do anything anyways. The, but. Bradley Beal and this mystery guy we'll talk about in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. We're both under contract next year. So mm-hmm. they'll both just be healthy and ready to go begin the season next year. Hopefully they get some pieces in free agency and the Wizards can be good again. Mm-hmm. Um the Larry Nance, who just got traded, which we'll tell you about later, is out six weeks with knee surgery. Damn. Yeah, but Larry Nance is a good role player, good off yeah. the bench, but he's not like a, that's not like a sh- earth shattering move there or uh, injury there. Then lastly, Gordon Hayward's out indefinitely with an ankle sprain. It's an ankle sprain, so I hate the term out indefinitely. It makes yeah. it sound like way worse. <laughs> it literally means like we just don't know yet. Yeah. Like he like he could be out for like a week, but it definitely makes it sound like he's like done for life. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I I feel like it's anywhere between realistically like a week and a month. It's a sprained ankle, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's indefinitely because you don't really know with sprained ankles. It's like kind of how better you feel fast, how fast you feel. Like, yeah. How fast you feel better. Like that's all. So he'll he'll probably be back in a couple weeks. Um. Where I said over to the headlines. We have mainly the headlines are all All Star Weekend related, besides the trade deadline stuff. Okay, um, we're at the top. Chase uh, Jason Tatum will replace Kevin Durant in the starting lineup. Those teams aren't drafted yet. Obviously, it's going to be drafted. I think real soon. Um, but I think it's currently being drafted right now. Really? Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, then I'll look it up. Then we'll we'll fill you in later. But yeah, every basically since they don't do East and West anymore, 
they have five starting five from the East, five starting five from the West. They draft them, mix and match. Kevin Durant was a starter from the East, but he is now giving that up to Jason Tatum. Um, I think Kevin Durant's still drafting his team, though. Uh, that could be when he was talking on TNT, yeah. Probably yeah, they're around. done. They're done. Are the teams are done? Yeah, you want me to name them now, or you got more of the headline? Uh, more of the headline, then okay. you can... So I have, I'm have. i just going to list off who's all going to be on it. Yeah, so yeah, actually, why don't you just do it? So, okay. basically, let me finish this first. Jason Tatum replacing Durant in the starting lineup, while LaMelo Ball, um, DeJounte Murray, I never had to say his first name, were replaced, uh, they will replace Draymond Green and Kevin Durant in the uh, reserves. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, you have... So, you want, do you want LeBron team first or Durant team? Do, it doesn't matter. Whoever's first in the article. All right. LeBron is, for LeBron's team, starter. LeBron James, obviously. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Uh, he was actually the first overall pick as well. Nice. Then Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, and the Assaulter Joker. Okay, okay. Then your bench mind. squad for LeBron's team. Luka, Darius Garland, Chris Paul, Jimmy Buckets, nice. Donovan Mitchell... Fred Van Fleet and James Harden. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's a good team. Team Durant, you have Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, John Morant, Jason Tatum, Trey Young, Andrew Wiggins. All right. I wonder if Andrew Wiggins was the last pick. Yeah. Probably. Last pick. Then on the bench for Durant, you have Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, Zach Levine, Deontay Murray, Chris Middleton, LaMelo Ball, and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, that's a good team too, but I think LeBron's a little bit better. Oh, wait. James Harden goes last in the All-Star draft after Kevin Durant refuses to pick him. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> oh, he's mad. He's oh, big he's mad. mad. He's big mad, dude. Well, he's definitely mad. He's, he's mad because Harden literally he... came out today and said, I want the trade to happen. I'm just too, like... Afraid of what Kevin's gonna do. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he said he's afraid of the backlash. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's requested a trade out of Houston. I requested a trade. He doesn't want to look like one of those guys, but he is one of those guys. Yeah. He is one of those guys. Yeah, so I, I saw know, that too, and I was like, but you are one of those guys. Like, what yeah. do you, like, it's been established, James. Like, yeah, like, we know that. You don't have to be yeah. scared. It's, everyone already thinks that. So, oh, yeah. Um, but all right, next we have the three point contest. Oh, yeah, this is probably them drafting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the three-point contest. Um, last week I told you about the dunk contest. Well, dunk contest is Cole Anthony, Obi Toppin, Jalen Green, and uh, Descano Anderson. That's a dunk contest. Now we have the rest of the contests like, locked in. Obviously, guy who said our starting lineups. Mm-hmm. For the three-point contest, we got Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, Zach Levine, TJ McCollum, Trey Young, Fred Van Vliet, Carl Anthony Towns, which is random. Wild. Then Patty Mills. Wild. Um, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns has been knocking down the threes this year, so I get that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna root for Carl Anthony Towns in this. I'm definitely rooting for Carl Anthony Towns. Just because it'd be hilarious. Yeah, the uh, cat got my vote. Um, next we have the Celebrity All Star Game, which I really don't know a lot of these people. Uh it's usually what a lot of WNBA, Quavo, Kevin. Quavo Hart, is playing again. Kevin Hart, maybe. Not Kevin Hart this year. I was okay. going through the teams. Bill Walton is the coach of one team. It's Jimmy Allen. Don't know who that is. No Carlock. Don't know who that is. Brittany Elena. I think she's a player. I don't know. MGK. <laughs> uh, Derrica Hamby. I recognize the last name. I think that's say. WNBA. She's player. WNBA. Nigel Hus- uh, Houston. Huston. I think. I feel like these people I know, but I won't. Jo- Joey Reckon. knows him. Like, I- I'll know their face, but I won't know. Yeah, Seppi said he's like a Spanish singer. Okay. Matt James, I think he's a bachelor guy. 
Quavo, Renvir Sin, <laughs> Alex Alex Desant, and Anderson Verjao. So you just get a retired <laughs> guy. I don't know. I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Um, Quavo's like, all right, who do you want, Quavo? It's like, I'll take the former NBA player. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Another the, 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 the coach is Dominique Wilkins. Um, this is the Hispanic singer now. An, Anel? 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 A, yeah, Anel. I don't know. Um, Mayor of Cleveland, Justin Bibb. <laughs> uh, Kane Brown, the country singer. I like him. Okay. Miles Garrett. Who they showed like on a basketball court playing pickup and stuff. He wearing a tank top. He's fucking wait. He's probably crazy. jacked, dude. He's, he's insane how big yeah. he is in like a basketball. Just put him in the paint. He ain't scoring. Yeah, <laughs> Joey brought the point. That'd be sweet. He got hurt. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Booby yeah. Gibson. Nice name. Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Okay. Jack Harlow. <laughs> That's good. Carissa Jackson. I think I, 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 her. I feel like I recognize that name. Dude, I, this might be this fancy. I don't know. I mean, Holly. I don't know. Ran the DV, I don't know. And then uh, uh, Juan Marco Tambury. I don't know that. Okay. You know what they should do? They should get the fucking commentators and broadcasters and have them play it again. Yeah, I would love to watch Kevin Harlan versus like, <laughs> like Van Gundy. It could be great if Van Gundy got hurt. Um, do you, know, you know Ernie's going to be draining threes. Oh, Ernie's what? He's probably wearing red specs. <laughs> no, he's a goggles guy. Yeah, well, that's he's a I goggles have. and headband guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, here's a picture that here's like the, they posted with Miles Garrett with that. It's yeah, dude, huge. like yeah, like he, come on, you can't. Is he on the same team that has Anderson Verjao and Quavo? No, okay. no. Well, that's, he's on he's on Team Jack Harlow, who did get his jumper fixed by Tyler Down South Beach. Okay, okay. According to the oh song yeah, because yeah, yeah, he did that song. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then there he says like, "This summer I'm gonna go down to the South Beach. And Tyler's gonna fix my jumper or something like that." You're on summer with jumper, so now Tyler's gonna fix it. Anyway, that's a celebrity game. Now this I just found out while I was researching the three point contest contestants. Okay. I did not know they're doing this for the skill the skill challenge this year. Okay, sick. So they have three teams. Oh, you got Team Cavs. So it's Jared Allen, Darius Garland. Evan Mobley. Wow, okay. Team Rooks. It's Scotty Barnes, Kate Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. I like that. Then this is the best one. Team Antetokounmpo. It's all the brothers. That's, it's all three Antetokounmpo brothers. Yeah, that's... That's, that, that's what made it sweet to me. That is sweet. So you got Giannis, you got Danius, and Alex. That's sick. So so yeah. you, get, you got Team Antetokounmpo, Team Rookie, and Team Cavs. And, then, and it's those three teams... Doing the skill shot. How did the Cavs make the cut? Was it was it like just a lot of their players made the list originally, and they were like, "Let's just make Team Cavs." Yeah, I don't know how they just picked those three, <laughs> yeah. but I thought I I or just they were like, those... "Hey, Cleveland, what are you doing today?" Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's crazy. No one made the All Star game except Garland. So what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Um, and they did the Rising Star teams and stuff like that. I just mm. forgot the get that and i really don't think it's that big of a deal no worries um we're we're playing in dc uh i think it's playing in brooklyn well he can't be playing oh yeah they must be playing in dc i just assumed because they were wearing white so we have on the nets and sixers next nets and the Wizards. Nets sixers be wild right after wild. today yeah, it'll be wild. um all right, last thing I have before we get into players of the week and then obviously our trade deadline news. Yeah, they're in D.C. Uh, the NBA announced the 75th before the 75th anniversary, the top 15 coaches of all time. Okay. Um, hold on, I have to pull up the oh, list. Fuck. 
I sent a list. No, I sent myself a link to like pull up the article with everything, and it just didn't work. So I have to go through back and find it. Oh, here it is. Yeah, so the 15 greatest coaches in the league as voted on by 43 current and past head coaches. Phil. Um, <laughs> you're good. Trivia. <laughs> they, uh, well, no, you're good. No, trivia. Wait, wait, is it actually this trivia? This is trivia. This is trivia. <laughs> this is trivia. This is trivia. <laughs> there is four active head coaches on this list that got voted in by past and current head coaches. Who do you? It's not like a good like stat trivia. It's like who yeah. do you think the four active coaches are? Pop, Popovich, Spolstra, Spolstra, Kerr, Kerr, and Clean Sweep. Come on. Oh, fuck. Wait, I can't. I don't know many coaches, man. <laughs> you just named three super quick. Yeah, but like They're those are right. like the most well-known coaches, I imagine. And fuck. There's another really well-known coach. See, I don't know their names for the most part. Like, well, you know this guy's name. I do? Yeah. We call him a different name that he doesn't go by. Oh, 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 Glenn. Yeah, Glennie. Which I disagree with there. But, yeah. So, the, so. Yeah, I do. I, the mean, four, I don't really know history of coaches, but I, in face value, I disagree with that. Yeah, I, I really don't agree. But there's a lot of guys I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so Spolstra made the cut. Um, Doc Rivers made the cut. Pat Popovich and Kerr made the cut. Um, I like this. I wanted to have this article because it really shows, like, how many times it won Coach of the Year, win percentage, record, all that stuff. Spolstra is, there's a few guys on here never won Coach of the Year, but Spolstra never won Coach of the Year. That's kind of messed up still. Mm-hmm. Might win this year. Um, other people, notable names, Jerry Sloan, coaching the Jazz mm-hmm. for a long time. Pat Riley, but it says what team they're most known for, or main team. Yeah. For Pat Riley, it says the Heat, because he's been at the Heat for so long with but the he organization. Was a coach for the Lakers. He was a coach for the Heat for like two seasons, three seasons maybe, but mm-hmm. the Lakers and the Knicks. Why? Well, like other te- other people have multiple teams. Why couldn't they put Heat, Knicks, Lakers for next to Pat Riley? Yeah. I don't know why they put Heat. Um, probably he, they might have even asked them where you want your affiliation. Yeah, well, Phil Jackson has Lakers, Bulls next to his name. Yeah, think uh, of other noble names that you might recognize. You probably wouldn't recognize the rest, but yeah. So that's pretty cool that uh, Spolstra made it. Um, Was Spol? Is it ranked or is it just no. thrown out there? No, no they didn't rank it for uh, uh, okay. reasons to be like. Yeah, like, you know they they just threw them all out there. Call controversy. Too. Yeah, but Spo, I'm really happy he made it because I think he's I. He got the worst rap when LeBron was there because, like, most LeBron coaches, people think he's just yeah, a yeah. No, LeBron. He, he was the best coach LeBron had. Oh yeah, because like even looking back at it, like mm-hmm. he's still a really good coach now. And you kind of look back at it now, knowing he wasn't just like a LeBron puppet and watching those teams, he definitely like. And he was there when fucking Dwayne Wade won the championship, um, but not as a head coach. Oh, uh, he's assistant or something. He was a video coordinator. <laughs> so he started off at a college. He's there. college. He got a ring. Yeah, fresh out of college, he was like a video coordinator, and like he was like one of the first like analytics coaches hired. Uh, okay, like he was a young guy, Makes sense. video guy, you know, yeah. watching the film. Yeah, he was a big analytics guy and a footage guy, and so like he kind of climbed the ranks to assistant coaches and stuff through the organization as like an analytics young guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the coach of the D Wade Shaq team was actually Pat Riley. Oh, okay, okay. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Because Van Gundy was our coach halfway through the season, it was like one of those we sucked and then we fired a coach. And then, and then turned on the gas. Yeah. yeah. So it was, Pat Riley was the president of basketball operations GM, like what he is kind of now. He's not GM, but he basically is. And he um, 
fired Van Gundy and said, fuck it, I'll do it myself. And, <laughs> and he was the interim head coach and they won the championship. What I imagine Jerry Jones considers 90% of the time. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he knew you. Honestly, Jerry Jones should just coach the team. If he wasn't so old, I'd say like he should have done that. Um, but, yeah. All right. So, that is all the headlines. Um, players of the week this week is Brandon Ingram from the Pelicans and Pascal Siakam from the Raptors. Uh, Ingram had 27.3 points, 9.3 assists, 1.7 steals, and the Pelicans went 3-1 last week. And then the Raptors went 4-0 last week. Pascal had 24.8, 10.5, and 4.8. Nice. Yeah, double-double. Yeah, so let's just get into what we came here for. Yeah, the trades. The NBA trade deadline the was trades. today. There was a lot of trades. I have 12 here. Um, I don't think I didn't really miss any. Like, I think there's only, like, 12 notable ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was going to go through. I kind of made the, the last, obviously, the bigger ones towards the end. So, we're going through. There's some big ones early on, but, like, like decent-sized ones. There's only a couple small ones. Um, but, like I said, the bigger, the biggest ones are last. First, the Pacers trade Karis LeVert and a 2022 second-round pick to the Cavs for an injured Ricky Rubio, a first-rounder, and a second-rounder. Not a bad move for the Pacers. Yeah. I mean, LeVert, you know, I think he's good, but, like, you don't really know what he's going to really be. And he's been hurt a decent amount. He obviously had the cancer thing, so mm-hmm. I think it's a good value for LeVert. And yeah, going to the Cavs for the Cavs side, it's like, I mean, you got a nice team formulated right now, and that's a great piece to throw in Absolutely. the Absolutely. And uh, the reason, the, the reason like, Ricky Rubio's out for a season. Mm-hmm. The reason the yeah. Pacers did that. They're tanking. Uh, well, yeah. Essentially. But, but, like, the Cavs threw in a first-round pick to the Pacers just to basically take Ricky Rubio. Like, it's, um, Ricky Rubio had some cat, dead cap mm-hmm. being injured, and they just wanted to get rid of it. So, they traded him for Karis LeVert. Um, so, I, I think that's a good move on both sides. Uh, the next, the Bla- uh, Trailblazers trade Norman Powell, who they got last trade that line, Robert Covington, and Robert Covington to the Clippers for Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon, Keon Johnson, and a 2025 second round pick. Okay. So the Clippers are essentially just loading up with like role players. Yeah. Probably because next year they want to have like a deep team, which they will. If all these guys like aren't, I don't know who's on expiring contracts or what, but like if they have the team they have. Next year, they'll be they'll be decently deep with PG thirteen and Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And Norman Powell, I think, was on the Raptors team with uh, Kawhi, and they won. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're I right. I think you're so. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he was. A little reunion. I like yeah. it. And Covington, I think, is a really good like, <clears throat> role player guy. Uh, next, a very, very, very minor one. Unless you're a Heat fan, KZ. Acapala, I don't say his last name's KZ. I was calling KZ. Okay. Um, got to trade that Thunder for a second round pick. Okay. There, I don't know why we, we really did it. I mean, maybe and he he doesn't take that much cap room, but I heard that they're going to try to trade him for PJ Washington. Oh. And we we're going to PJ Washington, or is either is either um, Yurt that yeah, that young European guy that came in for like Bam when he was hurt, he mm. killed it for a couple weeks at Yurt. Yeah, yeah. Super European name. Like, oh, I don't want to say his name, so I was calling him here. Um, Markeith Morris, who's borderline dead right now, and then KZ. Like, those were the three surrounding P.J. Washington. We obviously never did, so I don't know why we got rid of KZ, but we did. Um, eh, oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah, it's uh, not like a detrimental hit. Nothing crazy. All right, there's a four-team deal with the Bucks, Clippers, Kings, and Pistons. The Clippers got Roddy Hood and Semi... Don't know how to say that last name. 
The Bucks got Serge Ibaka, two second-round picks, and cash. The Pistons got Marvin Bagley, and the Kings got Dante DiVincenzo, uh, Trey Lau, and Josh Jackson. Um, do the Bucks, the Bucks don't have Demarcus right now, right? They they got no. rid of him, and the Nuggets picked him up. Yeah. Okay. I, it's it's so hard to track where this guy's been all year. I know. <laughs> um, Serge is decent decent depth well, for because uh, I was just thinking because yeah I didn't know if they yeah. had Boogie still. No, yeah, no. Serge yeah, is decent good. depth for the Bucks. That's yeah. not bad. Um, Marvin Bagley finally got out of the Kings. Mm-hmm. He went to another shitty organization. <laughs> um, Dante is a really good role player that the Bucks didn't really need, and that's good for the Kings, I guess. We'll get to more Kings stuff later. Yeah. But yeah, I mean overall, it's like no harm no foul type moves there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think. what yeah, what the Kings got for that deal was solid considering what they lost late. You know. Yeah. Um, next, the Spurs trade Thaddeus Young and Drew Ubot Banks to, in a second round pick to the Raptors for Goran Dragic in oh. a first round pick. So Goran Dragic didn't play all year. Basically, just said like I'm not. It's not really a fit here. Like you cool with that? I'm cool with that. Let's just wait till the trade deadline. And you'll probably play for the Spurs and Pop and stuff like that. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, the Raptors who are red hot right now has got Thaddeus Young, so that's a good that's a good piece to add there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the Spurs got a first round pick with Drogic, so yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, next, uh, welcome back, Daniel Tice. The, the Rockets trade Daniel Tice to the Celtics for Dennis Schroeder <laughs> and his freedom. And his scanner and his scanner changed his name to Freedom. And Bruno Fernando. For for Tice. Yeah. Boston's wild, man. Yeah. Well, they, they love, like, no, wait, come back. Like, <laughs> yeah, I texted Meter. I was like, oh, because I know he hated him, I think. Mm-hmm. Or he might have been totally cool with him. Then as soon as he goes, he's like, yeah, he sucks. Or like classic Boston fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, you love it. You love the Daniel Tice come back. He's like, honestly, I think it's really good for the team. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but speaking of the uh, Celtics, another big move, not decently big move. Um, the Celtics trade Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford to the Spurs for Derek White. Okay, Derek bad. White is definitely a solid guard to have. I think he'll be fine in Celtics. That's maybe why they like traded a few pieces for Daniel Tice. Kind of like I don't know if what White makes, but mm-hmm. maybe it's just to clear up some space. Wait, where did where did Tice come from? Uh, the Rockets. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good so move. Schroeder on the Rockets. Schroeder's on the Rockets. It's wild. Yeah. Why? No, I mean he's probably gonna kill him like fantasy. Oh yeah, that's a good point. He's the only guy. <laughs> it's just him. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Definitely. But all right, next. Now we're getting to the big moves. This move is kind of a two-parter. Just the the headlines off the first one, mm-hmm. but this, it's a two-parter because someone in the deal got traded again right after. Um, the Blazers trade CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell to the Pelicans for Josh Hart, to, uh, Thomas Tomas Sadaransky, and Nikhil Alexander Walker, and a first-round pick and two second-round picks. Okay. So McCollum to the Pelicans, mm-hmm. um, that's a pretty big move right there. Yeah, it is. Um, I think I this we're gonna start talking about the deals more. Um, I think that's a good deal, but he needs like Zion does not be hurt. Yeah, the Pelicans are <laughs> the Pelicans aren't nothing unless they have Zion come back. I mean, see Jim McCollum. That's and, if he like plays up to the level of expectation that they. Have but when he plays, when the few times he plays, he kills it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. Um, 
but what little minutes. You, you know? got a healthy Zion, a healthy CJ McCollum, and Brandon Ingram, who's killing it right now. That's a solid big three right there, and that could, team could definitely And do some, some decent role players with Devontae Graham. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad at all. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's uh, – I definitely don't think it's a bad move for the Pelicans, uh, especially because the, uh, the Blazers are just tanking at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to afterwards some uh, some storylines, stuff like that involved in the trades, um, mainly the Dame. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I thought that was a pretty good move. Um, the, after that, though, Nikhil, uh Alexander-Walker got flipped to the Jazz as well as Juan Hernandez-Gomez in a three-team deal. Um, basically, the Blazers got Joe Ingles, Elijah Hughes, and two, a second-round pick. Spurs got Tomas Sanaransky in a second-round pick. And then um, the Jazz got Juan Hernandez-Gomez and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Okay. I mean, it's kind of crazy to go rid of Joe Ingles, but that's a, yeah, so that's that, a decent ad for the Jazz. Yeah, so that's uh, – oh, Joe Ingles, I think, is done for the season. Oh, he is? Yeah. So uh, that's Jazz, oh, yeah, he did get hurt. Yeah, yeah so right. Jazz basically just shed his, like, shit for it. Um, it's sad, though, because Joe Ingles basically told the Jazz, as a, I was a part-time Jazz fan, mm-hmm. um, Joe Ingles has been to organization for eight years, and he basically told the Jazz, like, if you guys trade me, it's fine, I understand. Don't worry, no hard feelings. So he, he knew it was coming, and he kind of told him, like, it's cool. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, he sent, like, a, he put he tweeted out, like, a giant paragraph, like, this is going to hurt. And, like, <laughs> and, like, basically just saying, like, I'm a Missy Jazz fan and stuff like that. So it's kind of sad. As, as a part-time Jazz fan, it kind of sucks to see. Um, but, yeah, that was part of the CJ McCollum deal. So that, I thought it was a good deal. Next, uh, bigger one. Pacers trade Sabonis, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb to the Kings for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. Yeah, Tristan Thompson's wow. most likely not going to play for the Pacers. Um, he's probably he's just probably going like, to get bought out and be a free agent or whatever. He kind of sucks now, anyways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think was there any picks involved with that? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe like a late, a mid round, huh? A mid to late round. I thought there might have been, but I didn't. See. I don't know though, because like I mean, I get it's kind of crazy the Kings gave up Halberton with that. Yeah. But, I don't know, it just seemed like a very average team trading to an average team and kind of stayed at the same par level. Yeah, I'm pulling up the deal real quick. Because, I mean, yeah, you got the Aaron Foss and Sabonis, but, like, I don't think that's going to be anything to, like, oh, yeah, the Kings got about, second round pick especially in the West. Like, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I think, sorry, I was facing up looking at that. There's a second round pick going to, uh, Sacramento. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so about that trade. So bonus going, yeah, like you're saying, they're two, like the same level teams and they're just kind of swapping guys. Mm-hmm. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, but I think the, this Kings, they wanted, they didn't want to move Darren Fox. They wanted to keep Darren Fox. They just paid him last year. Um, so bonus, I think just got paid recently. So he, they're both on contract for a few years now. Yeah. I think the whole plan that the Kings are going to do is still kind of suck. Keep Fox, Sabonis, and then like bring in another guy. Just try to draft because they're gonna have a high draft pick. Bring in some free agents and build around those two. I think those two will be really good together. I think that's a good duo right there. Yeah, it's it, it, it'll be a good like system. I feel, mm-hmm. but I just think it's like in the West, middle of the road, maybe like low playoff seed. Yeah, I guarantee that the Kings did not want to give up Halliburton, but it was the only like Pacers were like, I'm not gonna do this deal unless you get Halliburton. Like I think that that is a player they wanted to keep. They didn't want to go. Obviously, Buddy Hield wanted out. 
I'm sure Marvin Bagley was probably in talks there because they eventually did move him and he wanted it out for so long. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's like a couple Buddy Heel, Bagley, Jeremy Lamb, and then whatever, and they just wouldn't take anything less than Halliburton, so they had a break. Because I don't think they should have traded Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, if it was to get Sabonis and they see like Sabonis and Fox are going to be good together, which we'll see here soon probably mm-hmm. after they both start playing together, um, I think that they're looking more for the future than they are right now. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's, it's a good position. Well, it's more of the other way. Yeah, yeah, the more are, right now than the future. The Kings are definitely in a, in a decent position, but they're still going to be middle of the road for a while here. Yeah, unless they get like have an insane offseason. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that they can maybe become contenders. Now they're gonna they're basically looking for like the three year plan instead of like the five, six, seven year plan with Halliburton involved. Yeah. Um, but on the other side of things, Pacers getting uh, Halliburton's kind of huge. Um, I think that's a guy that can keep around. They did not trade Miles Turner. Uh, yes, I was gonna save him. I was gonna trade all the people who didn't get traded at the end, but I just threw Miles Turner right now. Um, the Pacers kind of really don't have. Any crazy build for the future, but Halliburton's a nice piece to have to go forward. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they're yeah, exactly. Um, they have pieces to move in the future. Yeah, they're not like the Rockets where they have like twenty five thousand first round picks, but they're also have more talent than the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. They're in a weird spot where I think they're trying to rebuild, but like they're not going full into it. Um, next one was we have only two big ones left. This one happened right at the deadline. The Wizards traded Spencer Dinwiddie. And Davis uh, Bertans to the Mavericks for Kristaps Porzingis. Um, they also moved Montrezl Harrell to the Hornets for Ish Smith and Vernon Carey and Aaron Holiday to the Suns. Um, Wait, so Montrezl Harrell's on the Hornets now? Yeah. Wow. Montrezl Harrell's on the Hornets. It's not horrible. Uh, Ish Smith, Vernon Carey went over to the Washington. Yeah. And then Aaron Holiday got traded to the Suns. Um, so it's death for that. Yeah, it's but, not bad for the Hornets. But yeah, the biggest part of that, though, is KP. KP to the Wizards. Obviously, we said how Bradley Beal is out for the season. Season. I think they're both locked up for next year, so they're probably just looking like, we'll, we'll have this duo go off next year. Um, the Mavs getting Dinwiddie and Bertans isn't that bad, obviously. Yeah, not that KP's bad. KP is better mm-hmm. than both of them, but like that's good because they, it's adding like, kind of like two decent players that could be good depth, good starter, all that stuff. They still need. Yeah, and you're getting one of like KP who, I mean, I there's there's been talks here and there about like the, the two euros not working out well, mm-hmm. whether that was like out off the court chemistry or on the court chemistry as well. But like at the end of the day, I think you know it just wasn't working the past what four, five years. Mm-hmm. So, so like get, just call it at that. So you just get two the, role players. Just cutting the court is like the big move there for the Mavs. Yeah, I agree, and that that's all the, that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're just trying to build put people around Luca that will help Luca, but they're not gonna be. They're not going to win a title with this team. They no. need they need someone else. Mm-hmm. But they're they're making it like I don't know. This team remind this now. This team reminds me of like uh, the Mavs when that won against the Heat with Dirk, where it's just like Dirk, mm-hmm. and they just put a bunch of like random people around them. It's but true. at the same time, today's NBA that's never going to win. Yeah, it's tough now. It's tough mm-hmm. to do that right now. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, but all right, the biggest the biggest one of the entire day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nets send James Harden and Paul Millsap hey. to the Sixers. What? You guys started off right. Ben Simmons check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a Ben Simmons check. It's a big, we've been waiting for this for a long time, boys. A long time. This is, this is, we've been waiting for this Ben Simmons check for a long time now. Oh, um, ben Simmons finally got traded. I never thought I'd see this day. 
I never thought I'd see the hard-ass deal that they've been looking for and saying for the past, what? They've been holding out for a deal like this. Oh, my God. It's it's like a Cinderella story, but for, like, free agency. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, let's get into the Nets trade. James Harden and Paul Mills up to the Sixers. The Sixers trade to the Nets. Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, and two first-rounders. Um, so, obviously, this, this has been, like, the biggest blockbuster trade of the day, of, mm-hmm. of the year. Um James Harden always kind of wanted to be a Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey always wanted a James, James Harden ask, like you said, and they got James Harden. Um, ben Simmons has been out forever because they weren't trading him. They were asking for all these first round picks, all this stuff, but they eventually settled for no first round picks. They actually gave up first round picks to get James Harden. Um, do you think he actually wanted James Harden this whole time? Or do you think at first he was saying, what would be a good Harden esque deal? And then like somebody's like, what about James Harden? He's yeah, like, oh, oh my god! Yeah, oh, you're right. Like, <laughs> why did I thought of that? I could honestly see that. I, can I don't see know. One, I can't. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, no, it, it was wild. Um, especially because the Nets kept saying that they didn't want the trade James Harden. Um, there was a lot of stuff coming out to the day, which actually had a deep three that had completely audible mm-hmm. because one of them was how James Harden got an agent, but he, the team said they didn't want to trade him. So I was like, oh, maybe it's free agency. That's a whole deep three kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, they just straight up trade him at the deadline. Harden, I think is exercising his options. So he's going to be under contract next year for the Sixers. He was supposed to be a free agent this year. Mm-hmm. If he didn't exercise his option, he wasn't going to do that on the Nets, but he is exercising already for the Sixers, so he's going to stick around after this year. Joel Embiid gets some help. That's actually going to shoot. Um, but personally, I think, I've talked about this with you, other people, I think the Nets have got a better end of this deal. Yeah, Sixers got fleeced. Yeah, well, I would say fleeced because they did get James Harden, the guy that Maury wanted, um, a type of shooter star that can work well with Joel Embiid. Offensively, they're going to be great. Defensively, they're going to suck. Um, they are they, is but Embiid's all right with defense. I feel right. He is, yeah. But James Harden doesn't do anything unless he has the ball in his hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's so bad at off ball offense and defense that mm. like it just sucks. To um, be a liability, especially going from Ben Simmons last year, who one reason I think it's a good deal for the Nets is his biggest thing is defense. Yeah, the Nets were. I mean, the Sixers were known for defense for a while. Like, yeah, always and, holding teams to like under a hundred points, under ninety points. Even it's like now, I don't know, man. I don't know, James Harden. You're gonna, gonna you're gonna have to outscore the opponent. You're not gonna be able to mm-hmm. defend them. Um, but no, yeah, Ben Simmons to the Nets. I think on the Nets end of things here, Ben Simmons on the Nets. I think is good, especially because there's news that New York City is lifting some of their mandates. Um, it's not guaranteed that Kyrie's gonna be able to play home games right now. But a lot of Big J blue checkmark journalists on Twitter, I've been reading saying this could lead to Kyrie being able to play full time. Um, if that's the case, you don't need two offensive guards. Like Kyrie can play mm-hmm. defense, but he's really good at offense. You don't need him and Harden in the same lineup, but if you put him in the same lineup as like someone like Ben Simmons, yeah, to help with the defense, like deep on that offense, a potential starting lineup could be Ben Simmons, Marcus Aldridge, Katie, Kyrie, and Seth to say because Seth is a great, great part of that deal. Um, you have enough shoot offense on that lineup. Ben Simmons only has to focus on defending, and that's where he's going to like shine. I think. Yeah. No. I mean, we. I think we even said like. The Nets should probably make the deal for James Harden. I think we yeah, said that at one point. I think point. we did say that. It's like we we're like, what is what's the what do the Nets need? Defense. And who's their biggest liability defense? James Harden. And who is great at defense? That's the only thing he's good at. Yeah. So I mean I mean good good for the Nets. Yeah, I think I agree. I think the Nets did win the deal. Um I think first of all, I think between Ben Simmons being better fit mm-hmm. in the Nets than James Harden is, Draymond Green or Draymond Green, Andre Drummond being great off the 
if you don't start him off the bench, um, big guy mm-hmm. Seth Curry, especially with Joe Harris basically being out most of the season. Yeah, he's you need that like little sharpshooter guy. Like Joe Harris was that guy before. Now Seth Curry, he's yeah. huge. He's good on the Sixers. Then on top of all that, they made their lineup better and they got two first round picks. Yeah, I mean we were Best saying like Ben. I mean, look, Ben Simmons is still a good player. He just can't make a shot. He just can't make a shot. Mm-hmm. And we were always saying, like, you know, it would be a good team, like the Warriors, who has a shot. The Nets, who have a shot. Like, yeah. they have the guy that you go to for the clutch moment. But Ben Simmons can just play defense, play off ball, you know, defense and things like that. And, and offense, he's not bad when he's in the paint. Mm-hmm. It's just whenever you have Joel Embiid as your center, yeah. you can't have him driving to the new ball time. That's Joel Embiid's, like, territory. Yeah, exactly. Like, so. the, it, the biggest thing with Ben Simmons, it just, it's not that he was bad. He just didn't work in that system. Because mm-hmm. he can't shoot, and he's and they just couldn't figure out how to make it a better system for him. Yeah, but when you have everyone else in your line. Well, Marcus Aldridge is your, might be your starting center, mm-hmm. center, and he can shoot. He can shoot better than Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons yeah. is the worst shooter in that line, <laughs> but he's he the is. best defender in the line. He is. So yeah. like, it's like it's like perfect. It's like literally the perfect situation for the Nets, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I hate to say because now I think they could be the best team in the East if Kyrie plays. If yes. Kyrie plays, if and- Kyrie's able to play. And haven't the Nets, like, fallen off in terms of, like, standings? They've lost, like, they're, like, eight seed right now. Yeah, so, like, I they mean. They lost, like, seven or eight straight. And that's what we were saying. They could win the title, bro. What? They could win the title. Yeah, because they they're going to be on the way team. They're going to be on the way team. <laughs> like, they're going to be on the way team <laughs> the with Kyrie. The con. Yeah. They're, they're going to be, they're not going to have home court advantage at all. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in the finals, I think finals is not, it's, it's alternates who gets a home team, I think. Oh, uh, okay. No, maybe no. Definitely doesn't. No, wait. Yeah, no. It's definitely seating. the it's yeah. Seating. It's the seeding's favorites. Yeah, it's seeding. I don't know what I said. Oh, I say the Super Bowl. Yeah, they've been alternating. Super Bowl. They alternate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's definitely the seeding. But still, no. That I I think that's a great move. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about that James Harden deal? Nah, I'm good with um, that. All right, a couple things that didn't happen. One. Well, not didn't happen. Damian Lillard, that's a big storyline. Mm-hmm. CJ's gone. They kind of just traded everyone. Dame's out for the season. He said he'll sit as long as they can get a better pick. Um, so it seems like he's pro Blazers as of a couple weeks ago. But now he traded his boy, CJ. Do you think Dame sticks around? Um, well, obviously, he can't do anything now. He's hurt and deadline's over. But, like, do you think I think, I think he'll around? give him a shot to figure something out for him. Yeah. Do you think like, they might – obviously, he might say – all right, do something. Yeah. By the deadline next year, I'm out of the deadline. Yeah, I think I could see that. Like he doesn't do anything this offseason. Let him work. But like, then again, we thought he was for sure gone, and then he stayed. Yeah. So like, I I could be fucking wrong here. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna lean towards he's gonna stay just because he proved me wrong before. But realistically, I I think it'll be like, yeah, give me if you don't do something at the trade deadline, then I'm out of here. Yeah, because I mean. How long? It's basically at this point. How long can he like sit back and just wait for a championship team? Yeah, to a player him? like that too. Like it's just a weird thing. Like no one's gonna go to Portland in the mm-hmm. in the free agency. Like they're gonna he's gonna have to go somewhere else if he wants to win. Yeah, and it's is it, does he want to be remembered as the best one of the best to ever win a ring, but is loyal to his fan base, mm-hmm. or do you want to be the kind of scumbag who leaves? Or but at this point, it wouldn't be a scumbag. At this yeah, point, it'd be like a Matt Stafford. Yeah, at this it's point, the it's NBA, a, man. Like, yeah, you at, can leave. At this point, it's going to be like a Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. D- dude, he deserves better. He yeah. never really got a good team. He needs to go get a ring for your tires. Type and, and worst case, you can pull LeBron and go back. Oh, yeah. I can see him signing a small deal somewhere and coming back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, um, the other two other two big names that didn't get traded. Obviously, we said Miles Turner before, mm-hmm. um, but Russ yeah. and John Wall. A lot yeah. of people, a lot, a lot of deals going around for those two. A lot of rumors, a lot of speculations, even speculations that they'd be traded for each other. Um, but no, nothing happened. The Lakers, Sam. I really thought the Lakers were going to trade him. Yeah, Russ, honestly. Yeah, it, it started getting real glum at the end there, like clo- like real close to like the start of the, the end of the deadline. Mm-hmm. But um, like especially when it was like I don't know if you saw the one clip from the game the other day, but it was like it was against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. AD and LeBron were on the bench, and Russ is like patting them on the back, like "Hey guys, it's okay." And then they were like, "What were you saying to him in that moment?" He's like, "I was just saying like, hey man, I wish I was playing right now to help you out, but <laughs> yeah, but it's not my choice." And it's like, "All right, Russ, like." But Braun just looks exhausted. Yeah, he, I, I don't know, man. I think after the game, he like uh, doing media stuff, and they're like, you good? <laughs> He's like, man, I'm tired. I just want to go home and have some wine. Like, I'm pretty sure he almost word for it. I think LeBron might be retiring soon. I don't. I, I, I'm still in the camp that he's going to wait until his son comes in. This is like the... By oh, the way, yeah, I forgot about the son. I saw the graphic the other day. He's averaging more points a game he is this year good. than most of his career. There's only one other season in his career that he had more points per game than he does right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. So he's a, he's still peak yeah, Brian LeBron. Yeah, he still is killing it. But yeah, but it's could be like a Tom Brady situation where he retires and he still has a couple years left, mm-hmm. which is wild to say. Like I don't know. Um, but all right, that's all I got for the deadline. I have my power rankings super quick here. Um, this is a super long NBA segment right now. Yeah, it was expected. Yeah. Um, all right, power rankings real quick. I don't know if this is your buddy or not. On Insta, on Twitter, because I think he says about guys pick stink another time. <laughs> I'm pulling his name up real quick. Uh, Donnie Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. All right. Um, anyway, he's like after I posted power rankings, he said this sucks. Like this is, these power rankings are bullshit. <laughs> the Celtics aren't even on there. And they just beat the Heat and all this like crazy stuff like that. Um, so I was like, dude, the Celtics are the A seed right now. Like they're not going to be in the power rankings. Like they're playing good, but they're not like going to be in the power rankings. Boston fans. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, after this, I was like looking. I was like, if my power rankings really off, so I went on to NBA.com. Or no, I went to ESPN's power rankings this week. The same, day, like literally the same day I put mine. Yeah. Once again, I don't look at them. I just do it off the top of my head now. Um, they had every single team in the exact same spot I did, except for two teams switch. There you go. Like literally the last two, my number nine and number ten is reverse for them. My number nine is their number ten. Their number ten is my, their number nine. Other than that, every single team is in the exact same spot as mine. Yeah. So for people are saying I make bullshit power rankings, I honestly am the same. Take it up with ESPN. I'm literally on the same level as <laughs> people get paid to do it. Yeah. So I'm just saying, fuck off. Um, number one, the Suns. Okay. Number two, the Warriors. Okay. Oh, by the way, this is very similar to last week. Number three, the Grizzlies. Same. Number four, the Heat. Yes. Number five, the Bucks. I put the Bucks in front of the Bulls this week instead of the other way around. Number six, the Bulls. I switched those two around. Number seven, the Sixers. I put the Sixers around nine or ten last week. I moved them up because Joel and Beads do have an MDVP season right now. Um, number eight, the Cavs. They're still killing it. Number mm-hmm. nine, the Jazz. Number ten, the Mavs. Cavs, Jazz, Mavs. To end it off. Um, I obviously that's before the deadline. Next mm-hmm. week's gonna be very different, probably. Yeah, yeah, because I mean they'll start to play time with their new teams. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I got for <laughs> NBA. All right, let's take it over to NFL Super Bowl.
All right, and let's get into some NFL Super Bowl week. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I am too. First up, do you want to recap the Pro Bowl? <laughs> I, I honestly, I saw one play. Oh, Pro Bowl. The only play I saw was um, when TJ Watts stripped Kirk Cousins and Miles Garrett picked up and took it to the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, well, the AFC won 41 to 35, so you got, you got the point for that. Hell yeah, I did. Of course. I, mean, I took the AFC because I was like, I'll just, we'll make it different, you know? Be lame making like AFC AFC for a graphic yeah. for a Pro Bowl, but uh, I didn't make the fucking graphic this week. I was bad. I was bad. But uh, anyways, the NFC players: Kyler Murray, he had 160 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Russell Wilson, 77 yards, two picks, nine for 17. Oof, oof day for Wilson. And then Cousins showed up, threw for 66 yards, touchdown and pick. Um, pretty much, I mean, the big player here was uh, Mike Evans had two catches for 50 yards and touchdown. Um, Justin Jefferson had some nice catches too. That's about it for the NFC side. As for the AFC, Mac Jones, 112 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Herbert with 98 yards, two touchdowns and interception. And Mahomes, 50% completion rate and 53 yards and a pick. Just want to throw that in there. (laughs) Also Diggs with a pass for 15 yards. (laughs) But uh, the big player for the AFC was Mark Andrews with 82 yards and two touchdowns. Also, Hunter Renfro, 43 yards and a touchdown. But yeah, I mean, it's just kind of the Pro Bowl. They play two-hand touch. Yeah. The fuck? You That's know? why I didn't watch the it. Fuck? Like, um, I mean, I'm assuming nothing else for the Pro Bowl. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't watch it. <laughs> Anyways, over to the injuries. Uh, again, it's just the tight ends for both teams that are dealing with injuries right now. Uh, both are pretty much optimistic to play. CJ Zama's got some practice in, and Tyler Higby has not. Both expect to play. I though. thought uh, Zama's confirmed in because he before they uh, he also said I'm not missing this game. Well, they they had the Bengals had like a send off party for the, the team left. There's like a big rally inside of Bengals Stadium, whatever it is. Okay, he came out with a brace and he ripped it off on stage, and threw it <laughs> over the thing. Is I'm playing like he literally. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to find the video when we're done. But Dude, they probably can't stop him either. Yeah, he literally had a big old brace on. He took it off and threw it. <laughs> like, and everyone went nuts. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I hate the bank, but that was pretty cool. Um, then <laughs> taking it over to headlines, though. Leading off, though, the coaching carousel. First up, Miami Dolphins hired Mike McDaniel as the new head coach. Um, I, yeah, I like him. I didn't yeah. really know him. Yeah. I, mean, I knew he was like from 49ers. He kind of was like a dweeb at first when I saw him. Yeah, I was like, all the videos. Was this a stats guy? But he's been like real cool in the interviews. All, all the interviews are cool. All the videos. Yeah. Are, like People are like, this guy's dope. And it like, shows him in like, the booth. Like, mm-hmm. awesome, man. Like, high five. <laughs> he just seemed like the funny and nerdy stoner guy. Yeah. Like, he was on the phone with uh, oh, like, what, he, uh, the um, interview with the media. Uh-oh. like First media during the, uh, when he's in Miami. It was like... Uh, Everyone said like welcome, my-. like everyone, like multiple people said welcome to Miami. First off, like went do it. After the fifth guy, he's like, "Are you gonna fin- anyone gonna finish these lyrics?" Because everyone's saying welcome to Miami, but they're just not finishing the rap verse. You're gonna do that? Or, I'm paraphrasing, but the guy's like, "No, I'm not gonna do it right now." But like, he seems really cool. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But it looks like he's he's his goals are to try to get the best out of Tua. Yeah, he, there's. So a- I don't know if that's the best move. Yeah, I, I think Tua's okay. I'm, I'm cool with Tua. Then uh, the Texans, they ended up hiring Lovey Smith as their new head coach. Lovey yep. Smith's back. He also plans to not be adding a defensive coordinator and call his own plays. 
Uh, bold strategy. He wasn't bad as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. He's a defensive coordinator for the Bucs. But he was a head coach before and all he worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think he had, I, I don't know the stats. He's a head coach of the Bears. Yeah, and it wasn't good. It, it was, he actually got fired a year where he went 10-6 and six and made the playoffs. Yeah. And it was like it was definitely led by defense, but like mm-hmm. it's still like kind of wild. But I do like the move of him to keep a defensive coordinator though. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good move. Um, as a result of that, so the whole thing was uh, Flores was another candidate for the position, um, but with the whole lawsuit thing, even he didn't really expect to get the job. He even said like in his statements. But Flores' lawyer came out and made a statement they were happy for Lovey Smith on the job, but also believed Flores is slighted because of the lawsuit. Yeah, probably. Which, yeah, he's getting a sandbag. For yeah, he's going Yeah, he's, he's not gonna get a job, and it sucks. But you know, it's the way the world is. They're yeah, not a head coach job, at least. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll need to take a coordinator job, and then and that, yeah, rear his like mm-hmm. strides back. Because no owner is gonna if you're suing teams for mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, they're not gonna touch you right now. Yeah. Then the Jaguars ended up hiring Doug Peterson as their head coach, so he's back as well. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I think I, I, th- I think they should want left wedge. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe. I I feel like I might rather have Doug Peterson solely because of the uh, Super Bowl, head coaching a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's, he has that's, way more that's experience. That's for the resume. He has more experience. Trevor Lawrence does like him. He's come out in, like, social media supporting him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's your best move as an owner is just to get the guy that your new franchise quarterback's going to be liking. Uh, and then the Vikings went out and hired Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell as their head coach. Um... Who did this? The Vikings? The Vikings, I yeah. actually didn't hear this one. Yeah, so Although, it, it kind of like dropped suddenly because after the whole Harbaugh thing fell through, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of just went out and hired this guy. So That's good. I mean, Rams offensive coordinator, can't really go wrong there. So we'll see. I, it might just be more the same, I feel, with the Vikings. I don't I don't know how much I feel about this guy. Mm-hmm. Then uh, kind of like... The commercial was just Cooper Cup. It has an interview with like... Uh, WPXI or something, or whatever, <laughs> no, WTAE. <laughs> what? <laughs> then uh, the Steelers are interviewing Lewis Reddick for the GM position. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I like that. Be a nice, like, you know, personnel move, too. Like, you know, likable guy. Like, to yeah, get some, you want to get some talent school, in. School here, he kind of likes Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that move. I think he's very knowledgeable. I think he sucks on the Monday Night Football broadcast yeah, that too. because he's more of a actually knows what he's talking about than he is, like, a. Mm-hmm. Color commentator, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then the Steelers also hired Terrell Austin as their defensive coordinator. I like that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the promotion with him. Then uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell stated that the league is going to re-examine everything related to diversity hiring of minority head coaches. So that's in response to the Brian Flores lawsuit, obviously, which is kind of, I mean, surprising, I guess, because it's the NFL came out and called them, like, like un- on uh, like the call the comments just like ridiculous essentially yeah like said they were like unmerited <laughs> like i don't know now you're coming out like a week later saying this shit so i mean that's what happens when you react right away at first mm-hmm. you shouldn't be reacting that way and then you have to walk it back then saints jam cam jordan thinks that he is convinced that sean payton is not done coaching he says that sean plays chess not checkers Standard, yeah. standard standard comment there. Do you think Sean Payton's done though? Uh um no, I think he's gonna be a Cowboys coach after next year after Mark yeah. McCarthy that's what it's gets fired. To be. Yeah. Like honestly. Then that's all I have for the coaching carousel though. 
Next up, the Washington Commanders mm -hmm. are now facing new allegations of workplace misconduct. It's kind of like the same thing from the uh, No Names days and the Redskins days. Yeah. It's the same defendant, Tiffany Johnson, Johnson, just dropping more allegations against Dan Snyder specifically, saying that he placed his hand unconsentingly on her thigh and then on her lower back, pushing her into a limous limousine. I mean, I definitely... I, I yeah, definitely I see it, yes. Um, but I think uh, I've read today that Dan Snyder is like, Launch his own investigation. Yeah, yeah. So Dan Snyder said he's <laughs> going to be launching his own investigation, to which the NFL said that like, no, we're going to be handling the investigation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan Snyder, it's a train wreck over there. Yeah. Then Rob Gronkowski apparently likes the idea of playing with Joe Burrow. And all I have for this is just please don't make the Bengals the new destination team. I, I think I think they're going to lose the Super Bowl this week, mm -hmm. and they're it's there for things to be like. Never mind. <laughs> like all this hype around the Actually, bag was like, eh. <laughs> like I think they're like the What's it team right now. They're the it team right now, but I don't see this. Yeah, yeah. Right, I do out. see this, but I do see this paying out. But the begins are me. Mm -hmm. are like, nah, this can't be. This is a dream. Then uh, Saints running back Alvin Kamara was arrested for battery, resulting in bodily harm in Vegas following the Pro Bowl. Mm -hmm. So he's actually now out of jail, but I'm sure he's still playing next year. I mean. Oh, What's really going to happen? It's an NFL player with legal troubles. And it's not, I mean, you, you can't beat people up, mm -hmm. but at least it's not like a rape thing. Yeah. Like, like it, if it was like a rape thing, that's whenever you actually, like, your career might take a hit from it. Mm -hmm. you unless, got, unless you're just You got drunk in a fight at a bar, like, you're not, you're not going to be, like, mm -hmm. I agree. seriously, like, washed out of existence. Um, but my two twin ginger friends who get drunk really easily and gets become a mess out in public mm -hmm. were in Vegas this past weekend. And I literally, for a split second, like, did, did my friends, like, piss him off? <laughs> and did, did, did he the one fucking that got knocked out by Kamara? That's so I texted them, they're like, no. I was like, I just had to make sure because you guys are getting out of hand when you get drunk. So, But uh, currently we're watching the NFL Awards. Uh, big, big first thing, though, the TJ Watt, Defense yeah. Player of the Year. Congratulations, finally. Did not get snubbed again. Yeah. But uh, I think now they're announcing the Rookie of the Year, and it looks to be... Oh, the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it looks to be Jamar Chase. Chase, which yeah. that was also not a surprise. Like, why else would they have a thing of the Bengals facility right now? No, no they're... At, they're, they're Yeah, they're... Yeah, they're it's like, it's like the their, va their facility in L.A. Yeah. Damn. Wait, That's yeah. cool. They got the whole team there for it. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for them. Um... But yeah, so we'll we'll be have some live reactions to it. I think they announced the best moment of the year, but I, I missed it. Oh, it's the oh, it's a jumper catch. Oh, it's just there was there wasn't multiple oh, options. Okay. It was I just it was like a different option. So no. yeah, the best. That's moment. why Ray Lewis presented it because the Ravens. Okay, so the best moment of the year was Justin Tucker's sixty-six yard field goal. The TJ Watt, uh, I don't know. I just kind of spaced out. I was watching Jamar Chase. Mm -hmm. Him winning defensive player, I thought it was really cool. JJ is the one who gave it to him. Yeah, JJ announced it. Kind of like joked around with him a little bit, like thinking it was Aaron, Do saying it was going to be Aaron Donald. Yeah. Uh, before you get into this, I had the two headlines I mentioned before. Okay. One, um, one Kyler Murray. Oh he, yeah. He apparently scrubbed his Instagram of everything Cardinals. That's crazy. I don't know if that means all, all pictures with him in the Cardinals gear <laughs> gone. Um, the bio saying Arizona Cardinals like the location stuff gone. The only picture two pictures he has right now is like him in Oklahoma and him in high school. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So I don't know what that means. 
Kyler is probably going to try to move, it seems like. I don't know. That'd be wild it's for just, draft, too. It's just social media stuff, so I don't. you can't really like speculate too much. But, like, yeah. I mean, why would you want to leave that organization when you have D-Hop and stuff on offense? Yeah, I mean, he has, I don't know, man. I, I kind of look, I don't know. You think Kyler's that good? Uh, yeah. You think? Yeah. I, I think he's fine. I, I think he, I think it's just very, I don't know. Like he, he'll, pro- he'll probably get a Super Bowl in his career, but I think that's it. Yeah, no, I, I think he's I think he's really good. So I think I don't, I don't like Kingsbury. I think he sucks. Yeah, I, mean, I think the coaching staff's not great. It could be that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's not so much, and they just need to beef up their defense more. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because that division's all defense. Yeah, they need a better defense, that's and they just true. need to keep. They honestly just need Kyler Diop on offense. Yeah, you can't you, you can't can, be you an can plug and play around the team and a defensive. Division. division and their defense is it has really good players, but it's not full. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other one was the NFL announced that they are playing a game in Munich next year, Munich, Germany. <laughs> oh, no. So now there'll be five overseas, or five out of the U.S. games. There'll be one in Germany, three in London, and one in Mexico. Ah, <sighs> jeez, that's gonna stink. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm cool. I'm not a fan I, of that. I, I don't, I don't hate them switching up a little bit. If they're gonna go overseas. I just don't want them overseas because it's an, it fucks with the whole like scheduling and yeah all that kind i mean of stuff. i i just think it's weird we're having a game in germany before canada yeah you know yeah it's just weird to me that that's that's the route they're going absolutely but, um anyways so next up with the super bowl this week it's every everybody's favorite moment of the year super bowl prop bets yes <laughs> the crazy Holy shit prop bets that nobody knows what the fuck's going to happen, and they're just betting on crazy things like the color of Gatorade. <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. But with that, oh yeah, and Michael Parsons, Defensive Rookie of the Year, as expected. Uh, no surprises really yet. No surprises. Um, but let's get into it. First up, the obvious ones though. MVP odds. You always got to put that in there. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP odds. Currently, uh, Matt Stafford is the leader at plus 100. Then Joe Burrow at plus 220. Then Cooper Cup at plus 600. Aaron Donald at plus 1600. Jamar Chase at plus 1800. And OBJ at plus 2800. <laughs> That'd be a wild one, OBJ. Man. I don't know if I could like realistically bet on that, though. Um, no, I think... But I think I, if the Rams win, I think I'd take him over Donald. If the Rams win, I think it's either Stafford or... Uh... Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup's going to have like a multi-touchdown game. Could be. It's just like if Stafford finally gets his first Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it's because he's going to be killing it. Yeah. Like, like he's going to be putting MVP numbers up if they're going to win. Then, next one, the National Anthem Length. So, wait, let me look you up. You love this one. Yeah, yeah. So, we got, so every year, you know, there's always the people like, last year there was the people performing the National Anthem in the stadium and then the fan outside was like mm-hmm. recording the time for it. Yeah. Anthem Super. I gotta get the name. I can't remember her name. Okay. Da, da, da. Mickey Guyton. Okay. Is the singer of the national anthem. Okay. I've never heard of him in my life. I think it's a chick. I never heard of her in my life. Yeah, it's a chick. Mickey Guyton. So she actually is notorious for in her anthems having them be ridiculously long. 
So Vegas kind of adjusted, and they have the over-under set at 104.5 seconds. Both are at minus 120 odds. Do you think... So there's... So everybody thinks that because she's notorious for doing it longer, people are saying she's going to speed it up a little bit. Probably. Yeah. So you're thinking the under? I'm thinking the under. I'm thinking. Yeah. I might take the under on it. Do you want to do... Not, not for anything, just for fun, <laughs> but keep track of we each Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could do that. So wait, who are you taking for the MVP? Stafford. Stafford? I'll take Burrow. Okay. This is not for anything, just for fun. And then I'll take the under. I, I, I'm going to back up on the under. Okay. I agree with you whether she's going to go faster. Yeah, I think she'll go faster. And also, the line's a lot higher now, too, because of that expectation. Yeah. So I think it's going to go under. Um, then we have, for the halftime show, some prop bets. So, obviously, we're going to have Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. But the question is, who's going to be performing first at the halftime show? The odds are for Dr. Dre at plus 125. Snoop Dogg's not far behind at plus 135. Then we have Eminem at plus 300, which I like that one. I do like that That's one. That's no. Again, keep it in. And then Mary J. Blige plus 325 and Kendrick Lamar plus 400. Um, I was going to say, when you're done reading them all off, I think it's going to go in the same order the trailer was. Eminem first, Ooh, Snoop second, Mary yeah. third, Kendrick fourth. So we're we both third. doubling down on Eminem? Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I think that, but I also can see the Dr. Dre, the odds favor, because Dr. Dre is connected to all their kind of, all their, every performer's like career in mm-hmm. a way. So I can see him being there the entire time and people coming out with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the one thing that Billy said a while ago on part of my take that like is the first song is going to be I Need a Doctor. Because it's the first That's time the next... Dr. Dre. Yeah. Um, performed after ever since his stroke. Mm. Oh, okay. So like that, that can start with that. So that's Sorry. not even in the list for the next category, but first song of the halftime show. Oh, yeah, okay. That's going to be... So we have California Love at number one with plus 250 odds. Then the next episode, plus 300. Nothing But a G-Thang... Or sorry, Family Affair, plus 450. Nothing But a G-Thang, 600. Lose Yourself, 650. Drop It Like It's Hot, 700. All the Stars... 900 still dre at plus 900 and humble at plus 900 damn i could i could really see most of these so i'm, I'm thinking California i mean if we're gonna double down with m&m it would be probably lose yourself that's what i was thinking yeah but if we want to have a little security blanket i'm low-key thinking still dre yeah the piano riff <laughs> oh yeah that's huge i could see that being a mid thing though True, like like, like, a, like a halfway through, yeah. they're doing a song and it cuts off, then it's like dark and you're just like, doo, 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 like the mm-hmm. piano. I think that wherever Dr. Dre comes in, that's definitely coming. I think California Loves might be off the top, honestly. Yeah. I think that's odds on favorite. They're in Cali. Yeah, they're in they're yeah, Cali. That's true. I, that's why I think it is. I think probably why it's a favorite. Um, but you can literally go through these lists, every single one, like Family Affair, Nobody. You can literally realistically picture all these openings. You could also... Like all the stars. You could go nothing but a G-Thing and Snoop Dogg as a combo. Mm -hmm. I might do like a little what our answers are for this. So you're going California Love. I'll double down on the Eminem and say lose yourself. Three to the full. Snoop Dogg and Dogg and Dogg. Then the last category for the halftime show. How many songs will be performed? The over-under line is set at seven and a half. With the over-odds at minus 140 and the under-odds at minus 110. 
That's over. You think it's over? You can't yeah. have you can't have that many performers of, and not like they. They have a lot of snippets. Yeah. Well, how many performers are there? Five. Uh, yeah. And you're gonna have at least two songs from each. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's at least ten. Yeah. I'd say the over under should be nine and a half. You're at least gonna get two from each. Yeah, I agree with you there. Then the big one, Gatorade bath color. For the Gatorade bath, the line is currently orange at plus one eighty four. Lime, green, yellow at plus 310. Blue at plus 440. Clear, water. which is that water? Yeah, pretty much, right? Or like Glacier Freeze. I mean, there are caterers. Or clear. the Glacier Cherry it was. Yeah. That's at plus 490. Then we got red slash pink at plus 790. And purple indigo violet at plus 1180. <laughs> you get your value in there. Yeah, you do get your value at the purple. Um, Did it... Uh, whenever Hubbard... Or whatever was on par my take. Yeah. They asked him what color Gatorade do you have in practice? <laughs> and before, I, th- I think he like started answering before he realized what they were doing. I think, <laughs> I think he said like orange. Really? Or green. One I mean, two. it's the Bengals. It's got to be orange. Yeah. They definitely like, they're all about the orange, you know. And Rams be all about the blue. That's true. I don't see the Rams being about the blue, though. Yeah. I see them being a yellow line. I'm going to go with the green yellow line. Where are you going? You going orange or blue? I'm going blue. Blue? Okay. Uh, I, I don't know why. I, I can see. I just picture Sean McVay getting covered in blue. <laughs> just covered in blue. And then I think a few more. Okay, a few more. Next one, the first ad to run. All right, so all these are beer. Usually it's beer that's going to be the first ad for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Best odds, Budweiser plus 170. Then Bud Light next at plus 200. Okay. Michelob Ultra at plus 400. Mm-hmm. Cutwater Spirits, never heard of them, plus 450. Mm-hmm. Then Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, plus 600. That's a good one. And then Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, plus 700. Personally, it's going to be a Budweiser product. I think it's Budweiser through and through. I think it's going to be like something Budweiser. I think it's just going to be the favorite in this one. Well, yeah, because they didn't have one last year, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole point mm-hmm. of releasing one last year. Yeah. So I think this is going to be their back. You know, this is going to be Budweiser's day. I honestly, I might go with the Bud, Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. That's my number two. I, I think that's if it's not Budweiser, it's definitely because I feel like it's not very like out there really yet. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we really like kind of unveil them. Like a yeah. lot of people might never heard of it yet because it's so new. Yeah, this could be their first coming out party. For and them. like they're not bad flavors either. Like there's cherry cola, cola. There's citrus. I heard the orange soda is great. And then the orange one. I yeah. heard it's just just like a whatever. They should have hit a grape. I would have fucking been all over that. <sighs> grape soda is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing comeback player of the year right now. Oh, so okay. Dacker Bro, essentially. <laughs> Who got hurt better and came back better. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'll get Bud Light. I, I think it's going to be either Budweiser, Bud Light, Hard Soda, or Bud Light next. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those three. Next up, we got the first celebrity on TV. So it's in LA. So the, a lot of them are suspecting, uh, like you know, shown in the crowd. Yeah, I guess shown in the crowd. Because they're not they're a intending. commercial, right? Yeah, I think that's what they're intending. Okay. So they got Leo DiCaprio plus two hundred, Matt Damon plus two twenty five, then Ben Affleck at plus two fifty, and Jennifer Lopez at plus three fifty. Which I'm wondering, what's the odds on them both? Probably like them sitting together. Parlay it. Yeah, like parlay <laughs> this too. Then uh, the last one, Kim K at plus 500. I'm going to throw my own in there. I don't even know what the odds would be, but I'm just going to say Pete Davidson because that just seems like something they'd do. 
Yeah, I I was gonna say we, I don't think any of these people will be first. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them. Yeah, be I think first. I'd stay away from this personally. Uh, I'm gonna go with just for the sake of being fun, the Ben Affleck J Lo combo. Whatever those yeah. odds are, I'm taking. Um, I don't like any of these. I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking like maybe they're talking about the Super Bowl halftime show and they're like, oh yeah, look, it's J Lo. She did a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, but first, I don't know. I, I can't even venture to guess. So I was going <laughs> to say Leo. Okay. Okay. That's or no, I'm going to say Matt Damon. Put me out for Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, Joe Burrow won't come back. Yeah, okay. That's fair. It should have been Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that, 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 you ever see that? Yeah, that's an all time outtake. That's yeah. one of the greatest ones ever. Then, next uh, prop bet. So, the game's MVP, who will they first reference in their post game speech? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the MVP comes out, they ask him a couple questions, and they got to thank somebody. Who are they thanking first? The odds are teammates minus 125, God plus 225, family plus 700, city and fans plus 750, coaches plus 900, and the team owner plus 2,000. I'm going to take out the team owner. There's I no shot in hell. No. I'd like to thank Mr. Blank. Yeah, <laughs> okay, blood. No. Um,. I think this depends on who wins. It kind of does. Stafford wants his family 100%. Yeah, 100%. Well, wife's wife having cancer, mm-hmm. being put them all away. Stafford thinking his family won if he wins. Burrow's taking the city. Yeah, the I'm fans thinking, if he wins. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go city fans. Yeah, I'm gonna go family because I think it's gonna be Stafford, and I think Stafford's gonna thank his like family. Yeah, or maybe God for the for opportunity. Burrow. I can see teammates too. Yeah, no, Burrow's 100. Like Cincinnati is for you. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Either Cincinnati is for you or this thanks to the teammates. Because, yeah. like, they're, like, kind of Cinderella's story. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Rams, it's like, yeah, your teammates, but, like, they haven't played together long. No. It's just a bunch of culmination of people yeah, for absolutely. the Super Bowl. So, I'm seeing, yeah, family for Stafford. Yeah, absolutely. And the last one I have, number of times that home field advantage will be mentioned during the Super Bowl. The over-under is at one and a half times. The line for over is minus 140, and the under is plus 100. I'm definitely taking over. I'm definitely taking the over as well. There's no. I, it was a dumb ahead. one. I thought it was a cool prop bet, but it was like a dumb line. Um, two off the top is going to be that they have home field advantage this year and how the Bucks had it last year. They're going to mention mm-hmm. twice for just those two things alone. And, and also, that's already over. They're already and already also over. what they're going to do is if the Rams are kicking the shit out of the Bengals, they're definitely going to say, well, do you think home field advantage had something to play with it? Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll say something like, like throwaway line like that. Um, all right, I'm actually going to make graphics for these. That's funny. But, yeah, that's what I got for the prop bets. So mm-hmm. just a lot of fun little things. But I, I still love the one. It was like Luke Bryan, if he's going to have holes in his jeans or not, for the fucking anthem or whatever. <laughs> Some of them are so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. That's uh, great. Um, actually, this is going faster than I expected. So I'm going to – can I talk about my bets real quick? Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Scott, I just figured we're, we're looking at, I'm looking at the time right now. We're less than a half hour right now for NFL. Okay. And we have to pick one game. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to throw out some of my bets I have. I'm still going to make more from that, from this point on, but I have one really good one that I think that might hit. Um, well, obviously we'll get into the picks in a second. I'm not going to give you that pick just yet. Um, I saw this one plus 115, uh, Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup to combine for 200 plus yards. I took that. Yeah, 200 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I um, like that. Another one I have. One is, of them's going off for a buck fifty. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So it comes down to who does it, and the other one just has to get like 50 to 100 from there. Absolutely. Um, I have uh, Matt Stafford to throw three touchdowns. OBJ to have 75-plus yards is plus 600. I threw $5 to 135 on that. I don't know about that one. It's such a it's such a hit or miss. Yeah. Like, he's either going to be far under on there or he's going to be way over. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to do tails. Tails never fails. Okay. Um, I, I definitely do that. Um, I have uh, – actually, that's all I have for now. I'm going to do more. But I'm probably going to do um, – well, I mean, that's it, actually. Because I, I, I have – when we do our pickup right now. First score? Oh, I should do first score. I'm going to do – what do you think? So I'm going to look at the odds right now and see who's what. I'm going to go with – are the Bengals the fa- the best seed? Uh, no. The Rams are. Well, it doesn't matter because it doesn't. Uh, they all Yeah, teams. yeah, yeah. So I think the home team is going to be the Bengals. But who calls the coin toss? The way team is, I think, the Rams. So what about Rams defensive score? Um, <laughs> right now the odds on favorite for first touchdown is Cooper Cup. Then Cam Akers, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, OBJ, T. Higgins. T. Higgins is plus 1,200. That's not a bad one. That isn't bad, but that's going to be situational. Like, they have to get to the red zone and then score. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't hate Cam Akers. I don't hate that either, but I think I, I think I might take Rams defense there. Let's look at the odds for that. That may be a crazy one. But like, I could easily plus 2,900. See, I could easily see it happening, but it's like one of those crazy, like, oh, no. Like, Wait, let's see here. So... Five dollars one's one hundred and forty-five, and uh, now they're announcing the man of the year. So let's refer boy Cam Hayward. Yeah, pulling for him. Yeah, all right. That's all Beth. I'm going to talk about. All right. I wish I, I thought I had more than just three. All right. Well, let's get into it though. The Super Bowl pickums. Yeah, pickums, pickums, pickums. All right. All right. Uh, so we have obviously the Rams. Versus the Bengals in SoFi Stadium. Technically, home field advantage for the Rams. The Rams are favorited right now by four points. Ooh. Um, I hate that line. <laughs> I hate that line because, yeah. because I have $100 on the Rams. I, I've got heavy Rams. I went the spread. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. Because I think it's going to be like a game-winning field goal situation. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be – all right, I can tell you exactly how the game's going to happen. It's going to be exactly what happened with the Chiefs, where they're gonna, the Rams are going to start off with a big lead. They're going to blow it because the Rams all season have been the team that take the early lead and let it ha- uh, let it go. Yeah. And the Bengals have been the exact opposite where they come back. That's, um, that's fair. So I think that's going to happen, but I think it's going to be like the last chance for the, the Bengals to maybe tie it or something, and the defense is going to shut them down. See, I think the over-under right now is 48 and a half. I'm going to smash that over, I think, too. See, like, I I, I think the Rams are going to win. It's just like, I'm going to be so mad if the Bengals win. <laughs> and I take the Rams. But I just don't see the Bengals winning. I don't see them winning at all. Like, like people it, are making... It is cool to see him in the Super Bowl. Because I do like Joe Burrow and Jamar mm-hmm. Chase. But I, I just don't... It's going to be like the Young Bucks. And, you know, it's like... You guys will be here again, most mm-hmm. likely. Like, it, it, this is Matt Stafford's year. 
This I this agree. could be Matt Stafford's last chance this is to the, win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think we mentioned this many times. Like, mm-hmm. The window is closing on LA. It's not on the Bengals. It's opening on the Bengals. It's closing on the window Stafford. opened at the beginning of the season and it's closing now. <laughs> yeah, like, that's wild. <laughs> they put everything into this year. So if they don't win, it's going to be detrimental. Yeah, the Rams <laughs> may never win again if they don't win. Yeah. Um, so we're lock on that Rams. Yeah, I just fear that if I take the Rams as well, it's going to be Bengals. But if, I'm going to go with the Rams. The Bengals win their a Super Bowl on my birthday. I'll be so upset. <laughs> the Bungles. I will be oh, so man. depressed. Thing is, like Cincinnati fans are going to be so years they already are they already are and it's just like dude they're gonna be so annoying if they win it's gonna be bad i do like joe burrow and jamar chase but like i can't tolerate those fans i wish they played for a different team so. i do too because i'd be i'd be 100 on the burrow train right now how sick would this be if this is the exact same situation but like in houston be fine with it yeah yeah or like the jaguars the jaguars <laughs> or like yeah, what if, like, it was just the Jaguars? Like, the Jaguars got Joe Burrow somehow. Like, last year. And yeah. the same situation happened. Like, like that, everything that happened to the Bengals happened to, like, another team. That'd be sick. Damn. Like, the Giants. would be sick. What if the, what if the, the Bengals Commanders. Took, How great would it have been if the Bengals just took Zach Wilson and Burrow went to the Jets? And then Jamar Chase went to the Jets. <laughs> and this is just the Jets. <laughs> well, that would be wild. But, yeah. All right. Uh, well, we got our Rams for the Super Bowl winners on the Pickums, and with that, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah, next next week, by the way, I'm gonna probably tally up all our uh, our all time records and stuff. Oh, I just have to sit down and actually like, do the math. It sucks, but all right, yeah, pop culture. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom! You looking for this? All right, and let's get into some pop culture. Uh, leading off. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion trailer. Did you see it? No, I don't care. You don't care? No. I saw a, 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 a promo or a screenshot from the thing where it's like the old Jurassic Park on the left and the new Jurassic World on the right <laughs> characters. No, and I literally was like, I don't really care anymore. Really? I mean, I, I, I'll probably see this movie. I'm not gonna. It's not like an opening weekend kind of movie for me, but like, I'll probably watch it. But after this, I'm done. Because I'm curious to see what it looks like with dinosaurs, like, on the actual Earth. Earth, you know? Like, that's kind of cool. America. Cinematically, it's kind of cool. But, like, yeah, after this movie, if they're, like, Jurassic World 4, like, um, no. Not at all. It's, it's, it's like, Fast 8, 9, and 10 to me. It's, like, what's another one? Um, I don't even know. But all the Mission Impossible, you know, yeah. those are good. So uh, well, those good. actually have been good. I've, I've, yeah. I've watched those. Transformers. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm like, at this point, Transformers is whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't care. I'll probably watch the trailer, but I'm not going to see this in theaters. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't think I'll ever see this unless it's, like, someone says, like, years down the line, hey, we should watch this. Well, I'll probably do. I am curious yeah, about seeing... Yeah, Oscar nom. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's insane. I don't think I'll see it. Um, I, I think, like... You said like it'd be sweet to see them in America roaming around. Yeah, yeah. I might just wait and just look it up later. <laughs> just watch a scene when it comes out. Yeah, <laughs> or like oh yeah, like, like in real life. No, uh, like that new rock stars I, I watch on YouTube a lot. They do mm-hmm. like breakdowns where they definitely take legal pictures off of legal like things and like put yeah. them in the video so you can see what part of the movie it is. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'll probably just wait and watch that whole breakdown when that comes oh, out boy. instead of watching the movie because I really don't. I the last one sucks so bad. 
Yeah, it was, it was kind of lame. And I only watched, from the old ones, I only watched the first Jurassic Park, and I was like, oh, this is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only one I still watch from the originals. Yeah. And then Jurassic World, like... I was like, okay, cool. Don't care for the second and one. So like, how do you guys still make it dinosaurs? Like, dude, like, hey, who's, who's who's granting approval for this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I in my world, Jurassic Park franchise is Jurassic Park one and Jurassic World one, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But all right. Then uh, Russell Crowe, he's ca- he was casted in the new Craven the Hunter movie in an undisclosed role. The rumor is that he's going to be like Craven's father or something like that. But mm. we'll see. I mean, I could see him being like maybe a villain to the villain. Yeah. I'm assuming they're taking the Venom route and, like, kind of making him, like... A hero. The hero of the story, and then we'll have, like, the actual villain is mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. I could see that, too. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, probably how Morbius is going to be, too. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they're making a live-action Gumby, so I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I don't know what that means. Uh, you know Gumby? Was yeah. that t- Was that part of your childhood? No, I know Gumby is. Yeah. His horse. What's his horse name? It's, like, it's... It's a, it's a name that shouldn't be a horse name. It, it's a very recognizable name. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, but it's like it's some stupid it's like gumshoe or something. No, it's uh, what's, nah, nah. Nah, I'm just saying. After, I have no idea, but I know it. When I read, it, I'm like, oh yeah, gonna be horse name. Pokey. Pokey. Yeah. What? Pokey, yeah. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm scared about that. Um, I don't know what that that means. Um, friendly. You know, when your your friends, your boys, people, you tease about little things here and there. Mm-hmm. In high school, we called Stalter Gumby. Because <laughs> his gums are pretty big. Oh, that's mean. That's yeah, very mean. Like when you smile, you see his gums, we call him Gumby. Then uh, Dakota Johnson was casted as Madam Web in a Spider-Man spinoff project. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's a cool move. Um, Madam Web is a pretty sweet character in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically the Spider-Man version of Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be interesting to see what they do with all these like villains they have in these extended universes. Mm-hmm. Like Venom, Morbius, and now her. So I'm excited. It's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. Then Jackass Four came out this past week. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to see it, but you did. It's great. If you like Jackass, it's great. Yeah. Um, I'm so my, one of my, I'm not a big vomit guy. Mm-hmm. It's not like I. It's weird. Sometimes I can like watch it, and sometimes I can't. Um, but they only do like one vomit thing. Really? So it's perfect for me. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, no, but I, I, everyone's killing it. It's, it's great. The new people are great. The old people are great. You know, it's just great. I mean, yeah, so I mean, you can't really spoil Jackass because you can't really talk spoilers to Jackass. It's like, yeah, they did this cool stuff. They did that cool stuff. It's awesome. Um, I watched the first Jackass movie to kind of like get amped for it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, remind, it, remind, it was like two moments that I was like, I love this sh- fucking movie. Uh, the first was when the guy took a shit in the... Plum, uh, toilet store yeah <laughs> that's Damn. all time hilarious Just... yeah <laughs> and then the second one and this is like I think this is the worst stunt it makes me cringe every time when they give themselves paper cuts and they're webbing oh. their fingers and the no. toes and shit yeah no. and steve gets the fucking lip yeah oh that kills me every time yeah it's hard to watch <laughs> um so one one breakdown one talk thing I heard about it like mm-hmm. not breakdown review I didn't realize this when I was watching it but they um they they do a lot of um new twists on stunts from old stunts because at the end they showed like mm-hmm. the stunt they did this movie next to like during the credits yeah next to what they did originally uh, that's cool so like there's there's a bunch of ones they did before in a way like a little they put new twists on each one like okay. at one point like Steve and Pontius dressed as a skeleton crew in a graveyard that happened before mm-hmm. and just like changed animals and stuff like that like 
Stuff like that. Gotcha. Like the toilet store thing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. A variation of it comes back with the oh, same guy. Like, they do stuff like that. Like the cup test. They used to do the cup test with Johnny Knoxville kicking the kids kicking in the nuts. Yeah. Now it's like you see in the trailer, like PK Super taking slap shots at it. If Francis had gone, they're gonna punch at it. It's like Did they bring back the Clippers. That was another one I liked from the first. Uh, one. Which one? Like you know where they play like this the dramatic music, like the Jaws theme. Yeah. Whenever they have the Clippers, oh, they, it comes and gets them in the no, head. No, but they they did show uh, they did show highlights in those credits too. After <laughs> yeah. that, and they showed Wee Man like yeah, pissed off car. in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. They showed in the credits. The that was old a great one, one man. Uh, yeah, and, and and nice Ryan Duncan at the end too. At the ah, end of the okay. credits, yeah, I'm sure. Like as like an after credit thing, which is like Ryan done forever. It's like mm-hmm. it's cool. Then uh, Buzz Lightyear dropped the full trailer. I don't care. Did you, did you see who was in it? No, what Zerg? Yeah. Ooh, I didn't see a fool. Is it gay? Ah, uh, I don't know. It's all right. Uh, it's it's gonna be weird. I'll probably like if it's like a quick to stream movie like to Disney Plus. I might watch it. I'm not gonna be too like enthusiastic to watch it though. It might take me a couple weeks. It it, it needs to have insane reviews for me to care about it. It probably will because it's Disney and Pixar, but yeah. But it, I need I need it still I need, like, won't be enough for me. By reviews, I mean I need people I know who say yeah, I like. Okay, it. okay. And I then they're by Matt Moore. But like I need people to tell me. They're also making a Michael Jackson biopic from uh, coming from Lionsgate and the producer of Bohemian Rhapsody. Nice. I'm so that could be cool. I'm really for that, honestly. Yeah. Then the only other thing I had, Super Bowl trailer con- confirmations, and th- one confirmation, and theories. Yeah? Really, it's just one theory. Kenobi. Oh. Oh, you think there's going to be one? Yeah, I think there's going to be a Kenobi trailer during the Super Bowl. Yeah. We have to get it. Uh, well, they, they released a date. Yeah, May. it's like May 25th or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, they also did confirm that Jordan Peele's Note movie is going to get a trailer in the Super Bowl. Oh, that's pretty cool. Is it the third of like the mm-hmm. Get Out? Awesome. Yeah, and I think the guy from Get Out's in it. Oh, no. Is he yeah. playing the same guy? I, I would imagine so, if it's the same universe. Yeah, it's true. So, I feel like they're all going to connect. I think that was kind of anticipated a little mm-hmm. bit, considering it was three movies that he had planned. So, I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be sick. I'm excited for that trailer to see more about Nope. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a scary movie guy, but I liked Get Out in, this, in Us. Because like there's good stories to it. Mm-hmm. It's like creepy. It's, Us is way more creepy than Get Out. It's, it's one of the best original movies. Yeah. It's like that and Quiet Place. Oh yeah, I are like in too. the of new age movies. It's like this is a great idea and great visions making minds on this. Absolutely, yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I think I'm ready for it. Speaking of Quiet Place, though, just start out there. I don't know if I ever mentioned this. Do you know that the deaf girl in it mm-hmm. belongs to the country club I work at? Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, like she, like they're are they like members who I think they might be like from Pittsburgh. She might be from Pittsburgh. I think she is like Mount Lebo area. Okay. Um, but she's not there all the time. But she's there like for she's there on Fourth of July. She was there. Like I took her picture. I could send it to uh, Snapchat to you. That's tomorrow. hilarious. I took her picture for Santa brunch. Like she has <laughs> little like two little siblings, like toddlers, yeah, kids. Yeah. And um, the kids were taking the pictures and stuff like that. And I've been offering every whole family want to get in. And she was there. So I have a picture of my computer I took at Wild World for, for proof. But Do yeah. You, you should just like be like whatever you see her. Like look at her seriously. Like in the movies. Just be no. <laughs> I, 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 there was, whenever they were there. Like whenever they she came, like actually deaf? Oh uh, yeah. But she, like, or, like, she has that like device. She's a hearing like, aid. Or whatever the hell yeah. She's called. a hearing aid. But like I, she's I think less deaf than in like 
the movie, the movie portrays. Like whenever I um yeah yeah I like, like I, I like spoke to her and she like was mm-hmm. fine and she like didn't speak so I don't know if she can actually talk or she did she did do sign language okay like, mom and dad but she heard me like I didn't have to might be tough for her to talk who knows. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like she, she could be like when definitely will talk. It's hard for them to like mm-hmm. pronunciate good. Yeah. Well, but um, yeah, um, no, it's, I think it's, it's fine. And I, I, I just hate. What I'd hate it if someone said like, "Hey, are you the girl from uh, Quiet Place?" <laughs> so I didn't say anything, but I could have because we were down there together. It was just her family and me alone. Yeah, I could have been like, "Yo," and Chelsea helped me. She left during that part. Yeah. I go, she wasn't there. I pointed out like that's a girl from Quiet Place. She said, "No way." Actually, <laughs> she didn't realize she later wrote down this person's name. She asked her a name, she told her, and then it's like, she wrote it down, she didn't realize. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Um, anything else for movies that you had, though? No. Alright, let's take it over to TV. The Biggin'. Book of Boba Fett. Boba. Boba Fett. Uh, finale of season one of Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Did you like it? Yeah, I, should I just get into what I was saying to you before? Yeah, I think it might be best if we, spoiler warning, first. Yeah. Okay, now it's good. Um, I really liked it for Boba Fett's like story arc. I thought it was really cool. I hated the fact that they already told us what Grogu's choice was. Yeah, and he's coming back because I feel that. season two of Mandalorian ended at such a cliffhanger. We're like, oh my god, you might not see Grogu next season. It might be like one other couple years before we see him again. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they brought him back immediately, and I was like, oh crap, no way, like whatever. But like, still, we don't know if he's gonna pick the Mandalorian or the Jedi. No. It tells us in the next episode. Yeah. And yeah. so now this season ended with Mando and Grogu flying off in the space. Like, dude, like, he, I love Grogu. He's cute and everything like that. But season two ended with a cliffhanger. And before season three even started, it's going to go back to normal. It's going to be Grogu and Mando again. And, like, yeah. people don't watch Boba Fett and they watch Mandalorian. They're not going to, like, it's going to be like, I don't know. I, I hated, I wish they waited till season three of Mandalorian before they tell you what Grogu does. They did so. I, they did some things that like I'm okay with, but I do agree. Like this is essentially the Mandalorian season two and a half. Yeah, like that's all it really was. Episode but, five, six, and a half of seven mm-hmm. was Mandalorian season three. Yeah, but like they did do some things where it's like you can justify the them kind of writing off the Grogu stuff quickly. Mm-hmm. Where number one, uh, whenever he's training with Luke and Ahsoka's talking with Luke, Luke mentions that. He's not really teaching Grogu. He's just remembering shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of the shit that he... He could probably still become a Jedi, quote-unquote. Yeah. Because he is just remembering his training and shit as he goes through his life and grows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing is... Um, fuck. I, had it. I lost it. God damn it. Um, yeah, second thing. <laughs> was Grogu? Was that Grogu? I thought it was. I don't know. Either way, it'll, it'll probably come to me later. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, I don't like the idea. A lot of people were stirring out there, like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna pick the Mandalorian. He's still gonna remember his Jedi, and then he's gonna get the dark saber for himself." I got and, it. You go ahead. So in the in one of the comics that they made canon, it was mentioned that uh, Kylo Ren was Luke Skywalker's first student. Leia was right. No, Kylo Ren was his first student at the Jedi Academy. He just trained Leia like. Not like, yeah, cause not they, like they, Jedi Academy training I know, but, style, but at the Rise of Skywalker, they said, I think they said the quote, Leia was my first student. Oh. Well, they had a comic or some shit I was, I well, was yeah, watching yeah, a video yeah. for. I mean, we both can be right. Yeah, the, yeah, I think it was like, he was like the first Jedi Academy like, student. official student. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, 
But yes, yeah, so essentially it was confirmed by Grogu not taking the lightsaber in that. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with that in that regard. But yeah. I agree. It's like Mandalorian season two and a half. And yeah. for that, it's like, why'd you even call it the Book of Boba Fett? I guess maybe not to spoil shit, but like, I feel like you could have just had a different working title. You could have had six episodes. Yeah. You could even have just called the last episode. You could have kept the straight Mandalorian episode season for episode five. Yeah. And then just have them at six. Like, or just make the Mandalorian season three longer. Yeah. But like, even if they wanted to throw Mandalorian and Boba Fett because they did because they need him for the last battle. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have just kept the one where it's just him getting to where Boba Fett, getting to Tatooine and getting where Boba Fett is recruiting him. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode, just finale. Yeah. Him there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But they'll probably, they'll probably, you know, they'll be all right. I think season two, Book of Boba Fett, I think, I'm thinking we get Omega finally, live mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's going to, I think Bad Batch season two is going to lead into that a little bit. Yeah. And then we're going to get the... A possible reunion or a possible first time meeting, first time so meeting in live action. I agree. I agree yeah. with that. Um, what are you? Th- what are your thoughts on Cad Bane? You think he's dead? Um. Yeah, I think he's dead. I think he's dead too. I, I think he's old. You know, he would. He'd be like what seventy years old in this shit or something yeah. like that. He's old. And I think. I think that people think he's. That's the last we're gonna see of him. I think he's me Kenobi. Yeah, I think he has. I think to, they introduced yeah, it's him. Not, it's not the last of Cad Bane, but in terms of timeline, this is his death. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. At the hands of Boba Fett with mm-hmm. the Tusken Raider tool. Which weapon. that was sick too. I was waiting for that moment as well. When, when I saw it on him and they started yeah. fighting, I knew that's what was going to add. Mm-hmm. Because he was saying shit about the Tuskens. Yeah, and that's the only like trump card he has that makes him better mm-hmm. because that's like something that made him who he is now. Yeah. A better I love the Boba Fett storyline. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was... And I love everything that did happen. I was, I'm happy with the what Grogu's coming back on stuff. I, I just thought this was the wrong time for it. Yeah, and it's kind of like That's it's a it's kind of like a middle finger to the Mandalorian season one and two because mm-hmm. there's like all this build up to getting Grogu with the Jedi for what two months and a couple of jumping lessons. Yeah, like here's the Force. This is how you use the Force. Here's how you jump and move faster, so it looks better when we have you fighting with the Mandalorian next season. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I well, I've actually been rewatching Mandalorian because I'm not watching anything right now. Yeah. Why did uh why did Grogu like fuck up the the cart they were in getting away? Do you know? Uh, do you remember he like used the force to like fuck up the droid and then they crashed? Yeah, I don't know. Like why did he do that? He was a kid. A baby. <laughs> He's like, fuck you guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he knew. It was that. just weird to me, like I don't know, maybe he maybe foresaw the droid killing them or something, but Or maybe he's just a baby. <laughs> shithead. And he's like, man. He's like, he's, he's in his terrible twos right now. <laughs> like, he's just running around like being like a little force sensitive baby. And then post credit scene, you know, just call Vance back. Yeah. I, like I, that. I, didn't, I didn't know there was one, but yeah, I you told me it was. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't really watch it to know, but that was a cool scene. Yeah, it wasn't like anything crazy. It was just like a cool little, like, oh, he's still kicking it. Mm-hmm. Which kind of makes sense because he was like shot in the shoulder. That's why I, I thought it he was a lame way to go. I out. thought he was going to be alive in this <laughs> yeah. episode. I think I said that last time too. Mm-hmm. He just got shot in the shoulder. He's fine. Um, anything else for Boba Fett? No, I really thought Black Chrysanthemum was going to die. I was really upset. dude when they were carrying him. I know it was like the costume, but like his fucking foot was like sideways when they were dragging him. And then like two scenes later, he's just like, "All right, I'm good, guys." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, like I, I, I was really sad if he died. If mm-hmm. he died, he's pretty well. I like them. And then, uh. Anyways, next up, new Peacemaker episode. The, yeah. Uh, episode 7. The penultimate. 
Is it? I, don't, I, I, think, I think I looked up a couple weeks ago on Quad and it's only set, set eight. Okay, okay. Um, thoughts on that? Um, I thought it was really good. Um, I'm glad to see that white racist piece of shit's dead. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty, I, I liked being able to see him in that costume because it's kind of a badass costume. Um, but I'm glad that. Yeah, he's like racist Iron Man in that costume. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy he died. I wish it, he died by, uh, Peacemaker. There, there is eight episodes. Right? Yeah, I, I wish he died in like the way like a Peacemaker like killing him fashion. Like hit by hand, not gunshot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Like whenever he said you hit like a pussy, I thought he was going to form that and just go off. But they it, guns, it's just so. going to replace the Rick Flag memory that keeps popping off of Peacemaker mm-hmm. in, like, the new season of Peacemaker. Yeah. Like, you know, Rick Flag kept popping up in his head. But you are, what a joke. What yeah, you like Peacemaker, what a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just eats it. It's just going to be his dad being like, you faggot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you piece of shit. Shoot me. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, he, he dropped the F-bomb a lot. Yeah, you <laughs> faggot all the time. This one episode, yeah, it's whatever. I, know. I mean, it, it, it's for a TV show, so it's okay. But um, oh, um, that kid who played young John Cena was dead on. It looked just like John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> like honestly, yeah, that was cool. That was a cool little scene too. And like, yeah, he's like, I don't know. I mean, I the show the show is good though. The, then we get the reveal of the cow at the end, where the fucking food's co- source coming from. From the, that thing's wild. From the butterflies. Yeah, and it's just this weird looking like inside out giant cow with five eyes and one tooth, which that was the funniest part to me. It's just this giant monster. It looks like it's a baby at the same time. Yeah, I love just it. Just one tooth, and they're just fucking. Uttering it like a cow right there. Yeah, that's trying to get the food. Out. I think you said when we were watching that's such a James Gunn monster. Yeah, it's just such a James Gunn monster. Just super weird. Look like toy, probably like marketable for toys, and like yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Remind me a lot of James Gunn. Other uh, another James Gunn movie, uh, Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> oh yeah, Scooby Doo too. But uh, the only other thing I had for TV was Futurama's back on Hulu for a twenty episode reboot. Not reboot, but like they're gonna have all the same people. It's gonna yeah, be like a revival. I, I love Futurama. Their fourth revival at this point, I think. I love Futurama. I'm not for this though. One, I heard that Bender's voice actor not even in it. Oh really? They're gonna recast Bender. There's like uh, small chance that they he can come back, but like apparently they're gonna yeah, recast Bender's voice, which is getting you just get anyone who like be like do a Bender voice, but still that's weird. Mm-hmm. Then um, two, I really liked how the show ended. Yeah. Like, the finale was a great finale. It was, yeah. Um, they had, every time they got canceled, too, they, they always ended with a really good finale. Mm-hmm. And I trust, I think everyone else is coming back. I think it's, like, like Matt, what's his name, Matt? Uh, G. Matt Groening. Yeah, I, he's coming back, all the same writers, all that stuff. So, I love your drama, I'm for it, but, like, I'll watch it. But, like, I really like the finale. And if Bender's voice actor is not a part of it, I don't know. I think they'll do all right. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll definitely I mean, I'll, check probably, it out. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. I just don't know if we needed it. Mm-hmm. I, a few, there's so much Futurama already. I love Futurama. Um, but that's all I have for TV, unless there's something you want to throw in. No. I watched the Letter Kenny season. It's all right. It's whatever. All right. I'm going to try to check out the Pam and Tommy show soon. That's the thing about it. I keep, I keep trying to. I, I, I saw it's coming out like weekly, so I was like, maybe I'll just wait until it's like fully out. Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch it all. But uh, all right. Let's take it over to music. Uh, your jams for the week. All right, so I got four options for you, and I think I know the answer and what it's going to be. The Two Chainz song? No, that was last. I think Two Chainz dropped an album, did 
Oh, did he? I didn't listen to the whole album. Though. I didn't listen to that at all. Is there another Two Chain song? There could be. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, he did drop an album. Huh? Did not realize that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't listen to it. I so. didn't either. Outstanding featuring Roddy Rich. That could be good. All right, um, let's take it over to the songs though. So I got number one, New Juice World. It's called Cigarettes. Mm-hmm. It's probably a banger. Standard, standard juice world. Not too bad. Then I got uh, She's All I Want to Be by Tate McRae, which kind of grew on me. I don't know why, but... down I was like I was like I'm alright with this I don't, I don't hate it yeah I like it but these are probably the big hitters here uh, I got Emo Girl by Machine Gun Kelly and Willow which I think is Will Smith's daughter it is I think it'll be jam of the week for you though. It's Hot Tub by Young Gravy, Dylan Francis, and T Pain. Mm-hmm. Probably already. It's gonna have to suck me off like this. It's this jam of the week. Yeah, it's <laughs> Jets and I slide to the bubbles. That's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, so am I right on that? Oh yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Your jam of the week: Hot Tub by Young Gravy, Dylan Francis, and T Pain. Um, I I'm pissed that they they just uh uh what's it say? It's Young Gravy just in Pittsburgh last week. I didn't know. Oh damn, that would be. Cool. Well, it was also the, the night of that uh, ice storm, or maybe two nights, two oh, weeks ago. That stinks. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I don't know if people went. Like, <laughs> yeah. I I would have went if it wasn't for that storm, honestly. I, I, was, I saw tickets the week of, and I was like, uh, I was okay. going, and I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's the day it's supposed to be. Fucked. Yeah, shitty, <laughs> so let's not do it. Um, but yeah, another week in the books. Um, shout out to everyone who listens each week. 
don't forget to tell your friends, family, anyone who you think would like to talk, listen to sports and pop, pop culture get discussed. Um, shout out to Kent's Brothers Painting. Koozie, $7 a piece. Um, yeah, so two chains line of the week. Mm-hmm. I buy yeah. a hot dog, to be frank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a great one. This is one line, one bar. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Baby, you could have been my lady. Making me all hazy. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat